0: Thank you. are you excited about E3 yeah I am amazing that's fantastic so as you guys can see we are all here together in the studio this is exciting we don't get to be in the same room all together very much So um, I'm Andrea Renee. Uh, Andrea Renee, oh, What's my name. <laughs> it's been a long week. I'm Andrea Renee. It's Tuesday. I know. It's been a long week. I know. Oh, I'm joined by my fantastic panel of co-hosts, Miss Christine Steimer. Hello, Miss Alexa Raycoria. What up? And of course, Brittany Brabacher. Hello. Um, so, ladies, we have quite a show today. So we're not even going to dally around. Mm-hmm. We're gonna jump right in. Next week it is E three. We are exactly one week away from recording. By the time this show goes up, though, we'll be just one day before EA kicks things off with EA Play. Oh, oh, wow! Yeah. I mean, that's kind of nuts. It's bananas. I, I that know. It's every year. Fair.
1: Everyone says this, but it gets earlier every year. Now it's Saturday, and then next year it'll be Friday, and then we'll crash. And then
2: it'll be two weeks and then it'll be three weeks and then eventually it will dissolve because it will mean nothing it'll just be E three
1: month
0: yeah i mean i like the excitement and the kind of pomp and circumstance around e3 but i could not do a month that's
3: too much (laughs) we can barely do a week so a month well no it is a week like if you take the it's it's six days right saturday to thursday that's six days yeah, 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 yeah. It is almost a full week of video games, yeah, yeah and video game is. related activities.
1: Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's a good week. It's
3: it's it's a good week, but it's, it's just an overwhelming s- week too long. It's overwhelming. I also think it's sort
2: of a strange idea for everyone to be like, you know, what we're going to announce all our news at once so that it's a blur and no one knows exactly what's going on, and nothing really gets that much time in the sun. You know, like it's. I just think it's a weird concept. So would you rather
1: have E3 kind of dissolve?
2: I think eventually it will. Yeah. Um, no. How long will that be? I don't know. But like at some point you see people already like leaving the convention center and people are Nintendo stopped doing a conference altogether and they do their own Nintendo Directs. So I think people are basically taking the idea and then tweaking it for their own company or what they think is best.
3: Well, also there's a lot of public stuff this year. Like yeah. EA Play is open to the public. Yep, yep it is. Mm-hmm. And then... There's, it's not on the, you know, so far. Bethesda's isn't, though.
0: I, I, I can't remember. They do, they do bring in a small group of community and fan members. They did that last year. Mm-hmm. I have to imagine they're going to do it again this year because they have quite a
3: large auditorium to right. fill. Um, and then E3 itself is open to the public. Correct. Yeah, 15,000 so tickets. It's just a thing now. Yeah. Just another game convention. <gasps>
1: No. No. Come on. Not just, just another game convention. I think convention. E3 definitely, it's still very important to the industry and it is the convention. I think it's kind of losing just a little bit of that. We're seeing evidence of that with them inviting the public and E3 yeah. Coliseum, all that good stuff. But I think E3 will always be the, the convention. It's sort of you. losing a bit mm-hmm. of its pomp
2: and circumstance like that it's had in the past, you know, and uh, just the sheer size of what people, what just what people used to do, what people used to do for their booths and what they used to do for their announcements and mm-hmm. like, spending millions of dollars on their press conferences. Granted, I think they still do just because of the venues. But that's one of the reasons why Nintendo stopped doing conferences because they are like, this is expensive. And w- what's the return here? I don't know. We can literally just make a video and put it on the internet.
1: And not have to worry, not about, have to worry about errors, right? sinking issues, right. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's part of the charm.
0: Yeah, yeah. exactly. So let's not delay... Let's go ahead and jump right in to Charge what we think fourth. is going to happen at E3, the Electronic Entertainment Expo 2017. So, in the first block, we will talk about Xbox. Then, we will talk about PlayStation. Then, we will talk about Nintendo. And then, in the fourth block, the best of the rest. Um, so, let's start with Xbox. So, we got a little bit of news from Xbox this week. A... Um, uh, Engineer at Microsoft has kind of rolled back some of the tech specs of the new Scorpio dev kit that's coming. Oh, no shit. Mm-hmm. Yes. So, according to a story on GameSpot, Microsoft released a video in which Xbox engineer Kevin Gamal talks about the dev kit, which is more powerful and doesn't have exactly the same form factor as the retail kit, which has not been shown off yet. So, this is different than the current Xbox One dev kit, which is the same, one and the same, with the Xbox One retail kit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, this um, dev kit for the Scorpio has 24 gigs of GDDR5 RAM which is 12 gigs more than the retail unit. And it also has an additional one terabyte hard drive. Also of note, the system has a front panel display that can display the frame rate and can have light games like Snake programmed on it. What?
1: Someone's done that. That's what you need <laughs> so to, when you're developing a that. game
0: is to play Snake in the I, middle of development. That cool? I, I guess. That's a, an interesting side note. So, I mean, this is not... That's surprising, I would say. I mean, obviously, we're not, like, the tech-savvy podcast that you might listen to. We are, you know, games commentary more than anything, but... I mean, dev kits generally are much more powerful than a retail kit, but this is different. Like I said, than the um, the previous ones, than than the Xbox one. So, what do you guys think about this? Is this impressive to you? Are you
2: like, Meh, I don't care? What's going <laughs> I mean, on? all dev units are essentially PCs. Like they're just kind Correct. of built yeah. in like a different way, and sometimes they, like you said, like they will look like the unit. But I think that's maybe after it usually ships. Because so I think initially they all look like.
3: A
1: box. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. A big box. Yeah. A bigger box. It's the different sizes of boxes, and that's about it. Um, So I watched the video, and I don't know the techie things like we said. So why would they make the dev kit more powerful than the actual retail unit? Is it so it's easier to scale back? Why do they do that? Does anyone know?
2: I don't know specifically. I can make guesses that might be completely wrong. <laughs> oh,
3: that's why they're <laughs> but I do. Th- I do think it's
2: something to do with that. So probably when you're developing, you can kind of get um, an idea of... I mean, I'm not even sure what an average person's PC has for a gig uh, mm. for... Um, wow, my brain is completely melted. <laughs> no I'm three, like, for three. RAM. Well, there we go. <laughs> I was like, for, what are we talking about? <laughs> um, I believe our PC has... Twenty-four gigs 24? of RAM. Okay, powerful. So maybe, and since Xbox and PC games tend to be developed, like Xbox tends to go on PC more than say a Sony exclusive yeah. does not go right. to PC. So maybe they did it like that, so developers would have an easier time building for really powerful PCs, and then they can just scale it down for Xbox Scorpio.
1: Interesting. Yeah. So something we probably all can speculate price. Any thoughts? Guesses? Six hundred dollars. I think
2: that's 600 dollars US dollars. I think that's too <laughs> no. high. That's too high. Know. 500 they won't do if they do that, less. they're dead in the water. Do we want to take bets? Well, I have previously said
0: um on some other outlets that I think $449 is gonna be the base model for the Scorpio and that they'll have uh tiered models up to $599. That there will be like with a bigger hard drive or something. Yeah, so kind of like what we saw with the Xbox One S. Um, they had like a, a an entry level model, so to speak, and then they had a bigger hard drive, and the the more you know terabytes and more space you had, you
2: know, the bigger the price tag. Do you? I don't remember off the top of my head how much did the Xbox One S cost. Uh, the base model was three ninety nine. It was yes. Sh- Mm
0: -hmm. That's why it was such a big thing at E3 last year, is that I thought that they really came out strong with a great message. They said, hey, here's our brand new hardware. It's slimmer. It's more powerful. You know, we've got this sleek new controller that you can play with it, and it's coming out in August. Right. And so they kind of, like, really made this splashy entrance with their new hardware last year, which they needed to do to compete with, you know, the PS4 Slim and then the PS4 Pro, which ultimately came out later in the year. But, I mean i think the thing that is on all of our minds is is the scorpio a true successor or is it just like a mid-generation bump and i think but like a significant bump
3: you know, right I'm, i mean i mean all more the teraflops so the pl- right? <laughs> right but like <laughs> terafleratops.
2: tops um oh, look i got a dinosaur on my shirt today too so he's got all the teraflops in there
3: he does <laughs> <laughs> teraflops um, are actually harvested from uh the same source as fossil fuel oh geez. <laughs> anyway i can't tell you if you're being made that serious ass. or not that's so that's not why i true. took a minute out was like what? no i wasn't be- i was being facetious <sighs> okay well, my dear like, that's what? a great I word I drink your drink
1: um
0: okay so what i mean what do you guys think so Whoa. do you think what
1: <laughs> <So> the, <laughs> my straw those is like full <laughs> are listening and not watching we have our amazing disco balls full of alcoholic beverages the ladies besides me are drinking some incredible watermelon punch that andrea created It's true. If you
0: guys have seen the Facebook video that's been going around where you can tap a watermelon with like a little beer tap that goes in the side of it, I actually attempted this and successfully created a mini watermelon keg filled with watermelon punch. It was incredibly messy and um, 100% rewarding. Uh, I good. I hated myself while it was happening, but afterwards I was like, "Yeah, I made that thing. Yeah, it's
1: really good." Um, but back to the Scorpio. So yes, <laughs> back to that. We could do an alcohol. <laughs> also, right I now. would like to well, say like, for
2: people who are not watching this, Brittany has notes. Like she has a little notepad. I do, and she scribbled. Well, she's cheating because she came she's prepared.
3: Cheating? Timer. That's yeah, called no, cheating. No, that's called being prepared. You no. don't have a notebook. Where's no. your preparation
1: in my brain somewhere? <laughs> no. So the, the story behind the notes is I. Got really shitty sleep last night. And so I knew no. today would be one of those, like, I need notes days, and it's all good. But um, coming back to the Scorpio. So, do you think you'll get it though? If it's $500, like base model $500 or less, do you think you will be a consumer? No. No. All
3: those specs mean, and the price tag, like, does not mean anything to me. Because Unless, where are unless the games? there's great, like, where are the games? Like, right. if they're like, we're launching and it's, you know, some awesome, amazing, like, triple A, like, game and then like viva pinata deluxe or something i don't know like Fimera, i would buy it as an example course, like, Dimer would like, buy it. i would i would be like all right five hundred dollars i'm pre-ordering today <laughs> it doesn't matter if it has the games i will get it so far they don't even have any games coming out on the xbox that have convinced me to pull my xbox out of my closet so we'll see it's in your closet it's in my closet it's How not sad. even out we got to get you
0: playing some gears some horde mode gears well, so, I mean, like, we could play Horde, like, together. Okay. I yeah. don't have
1: anyone to play Horde with so we Well, hopefully fun. after Microsoft Showcase, we will be like, oh, holy crap, we need the Xbox Scorpio. Or maybe at least you will Drag take your Drag one out. Or whatever the Scorpio is titled after that point. Because that's just a... Yeah, that's just, just a code just, name. Yeah, yeah. Xbox yeah. 2. No. Me come out Xbox fall? one two Xbox, Xbox one two three 180
2: <laughs> Xbox what about a release date spinning in circles uh, holiday well, I mean they've said holiday. holiday I have to
0: imagine they want to get out in front of Call of Duty um not that obviously Xbox isn't partnered with uh, Activision anymore that PlayStation partnership has been doing really well for them but um, if they want to sell hardware if they want to do any kind of you know a big push with the holiday games you want to get in front of call of Duty but um you know, that's first week, November. I don't know if this is going to be ready to launch last week, October. So maybe mid November, mid to late November, like obviously pre black Friday here in the United States. Um, but I mean, I don't know. There's nothing that I've seen so far that says that they're not going to make holiday release, but also they don't, They've openly said that they don't have like a big AAA game that's going to be launching this fall. There's no Halo, there's no Gears. You know, they don't have a third-party partnership that's announced like, you know, what we saw like a couple years ago with Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. And so like I don't know what game Xbox is going to get on stage. I mean, outside of Forza, obviously this is a big staple for oh, yeah. for Xbox. The the Forza franchise does really well for them, but I think when you talk about people who are going to go out and buy a new Xbox Scorpio. Yeah, I don't think Forza is the game that's going to sell it for them. Definitely no. not
2: the one that's going to sell it
3: for me. No. I do not care about Forza. We'll
1: have to see at the showcase. Yeah. I
3: wonder if they'll announce like in the same vein May- as PlayStation, just nope, not even going to finish that what? sentence. I wonder if they're going to nope.
2: <laughs> oh, sorry, what? Oh, you noped me. No, you pre nope I didn't me. mean to. I love you
3: sorry <laughs> <laughs> but no 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 like i like i wonder and this nope is probably the answer here i wonder if they'll do what playstation did with the pro and we're like here are all these playstation 4 games that these studios have re-upped to look better on pro like do mm-hmm. you think we'll get like xbox one version of you know xbox scorpio version of gears or xbox scorpio version of like final fantasy 15 or something like that maybe like maybe upscaled version that
2: wasn't what I, I was gonna say sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves.
3: Well, yes. they're definitely
0: talking like, about Sea of might, Thieves. Right. Phil Spencer yeah. tweeted from Rare uh not that long ago I was like, oh, I can't wait to play. And so I mean that has they've been teasing that game for quite a long time. So I mean if we don't get that this year, I would be very shocked. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I mean I, well, I
0: meant like they'll
2: do like pirate edition. Here's your pirate oh, edition. You mean, of like Scorpio. A cust- you mean like a custom console? I don't know. Sure, why not? Well maybe. But, yeah. Mm. I mean I'm just saying maybe this no. is the only thing they've got this fall yeah. that I can remember of. For- Unless it's Halo Wars that came out did already. It? Did it? No, it didn't. Yes, oh. it did. Oh, a while ago. What, did
3: I, I, what? Shame. I, oh my God. Shame. shame. Wow. Oh, no it was Absolutely shame it? me.
2: I thought it was still. Wow. I'm excited okay. for yeah, it. I yeah, missed it you, out. Halo Wars. I'm <laughs> very sorry. State I actually liked too. the original. Yeah, so
0: Phil Spencer wore that t shirt on stage at E3 um, and got people really excited. I kind of still see this game as kind of a culty game. It's very underground still. I mean, obviously, people recognize the name, but I mean, it doesn't have the kind of IP recognition that like a Left 4 Dead has, right? So
3: um,
0: I think that you are right to be excited. People have, you know, expressed their enthusiasm for this title too, and it's one of the things that Xbox is clearly promoting, but. Again,
2: is this a system seller? What yeah. about Crackdown? I crackdown. I don't know if it's going to be ready yet because I haven't seen anything from it.
3: So in quite a while. When they announced Crackdown, they had all that like cloud technology stuff behind it. And they said that weren't they didn't they say that they were launching it's from the Azure stuff, right? The, the cloud processing. Yeah. And like, did that that happen? Right what happened well we don't know anything about crackdown they haven't yeah. talked about
0: it since last e3 um uh, and even last e3 they didn't really talk about it right they like showed a a so i showed a and that
1: was
3: it i wonder if like the specs of that game just like totally changed
2: i wonder if it's a, no that wouldn't make sense i don't know
3: like maybe it's not the like crazy like cloud based destruction game and it might be something different i don't or scaled back as
2: long as it's or maybe they're crack holding down, it. like similar to Crackdown. I'd be fine. Maybe they're. I don't, they're need, I don't it. need everything in the world to distract. Like I'm okay. Fair enough. You sure? Yeah.
3: <laughs> She's <laughs> like, are, <laughs> you are you sure? sure?
2: Maybe <gasps> they're are holding sure?
3: it for Scorpio. Maybe Scorpio. That's what is I was thinking. Thing. I'm
2: like, I'm, I'm hoping that that like they were like, well, we need a AAA game to attach to this console.
1: Yeah.
2: Crackdown, you're up. Like, come
3: on, you crack down.
1: Damn. Um, moving on from software, something I think we'll see Microsoft push will be mixer which is formerly beam i think they would be smart to push it um but we, in what way well obviously they're trying to go head to head with twitch right. right and so what beam is not mixer i keep seeing beam is trying to promote is like we have this awesome like co-op feature and i think we can all in this room appreciate that because that's something we've tried to work out together because we're all remote except for alexa and andrea and it's been a real pain in the ass Right. So if they can work something out that makes it easy and convenient for us us all to stream remotely, I mean I'm cool with making that jump. Not that I don't like Twitch, but But essentially kind of what they're
2: doing is what third party sites do for Twitch already, which is like you're just taking the individual streams and putting them on the same page. Well they are they are making it much easier for users to watch it, but it's not it doesn't sound like they're doing anything revolutionary in terms of the back end. Like we can't then grab it and use it in a way that would be
1: useful to like us. export to youtube right well that's what i'm wondering is if they're going to announce these features at e3 like maybe they'll have a little stage presence because one of the issues also is ad revenue right now i don't think people who use mixer get ad revenue so that's probably something they said that users using mixer will be able to get ad revenue soon and this was posted last month i think mm. that something like soon that is you. not an announcement
0: that belongs on a flashy stage like E3 is and it's, no. it doesn't have the kind of like razzle dazzle of like a trailer with crazy EDM music underneath of it and, <laughs> and, and what have you that <laughs> money. That, that would probably be Do you be, want
2: money to stream? Yeah. We've got just the thing for you introducing Mixer Add exactly. revenue
0: So I think I think what, what, what we're going to see from Mixer is maybe like um, somebody coming on stage or maybe them doing a live demonstration yeah, of, yeah, of yeah. Mixer because the their big push with that is real time like talk to your fans in real time yeah, yeah interact in real time and that's something that twitch is obviously not doing because they have built-in uh leg for that and my thing with mixers i think the idea of this technology is really cool i think being able to you know have four people streaming from a from a within the same game but they all have different windows is cool i think the the market the slice of people who are live streaming games right now who that's going to make a difference for is the smallest of small slivers yeah if or if you want to think about it of, a, of like a venn diagram overlap of who's who's the people that are live streaming on xbox or pc who are have multiple people playing the same multiplayer game they want their own window and then they are going to live stream that out. Like I feel like it's just such a small niche audience. It's like, pretty I don't, much like this
2: room. I don't – I mean, yes. This <laughs> room is a perfect example.
0: I just don't know why they would want to like kind of lead it as that like as their primary feature. We've seen some – or I don't know if you guys have seen that there's been hands-on already. Some, some early impressions, reviews, what have you, have been coming out from different media outlets of people who have gotten to try Mixer. And so for what I've seen from the things that I've read, it's not – Really overwhelmingly positive. It's like, Mm. yeah, this is cool, but when am I going to use this? And like the big hang up that we've talked about is that if the four of us are going to play Horde mode, for example, let's say we, you know, fire up Gears and we play, we're all streaming from our separate Xbox ones and we're using Mixer, we can't export that video with all four of our windows without having to rebuild it in in post, meaning we would have to edit it together, pull all of our separate video feeds down for people who out there who aren't necessarily familiar with video production, the amount of time it takes to download the video, encode the video, um, render the video, and then re-export the video. I mean, we're talking Years. hours of production yep. time.
1: Years. Yeah, yeah, No, I completely agree. So I think, I'm just calling it, they'll have a stage presence. It'll oh, no,
0: you're 100% right. If Mixer does not make an appearance at E3, I would be shocked. Right. Yeah. Fair. What about
2: HoloLens? Um,
0: <laughs> I think oh, so Microsoft actually came out uh this week and said that Xbox VR is not really going to have a presence at E3 this year which is something that I'm surprised about it's like yeah, it's right. kind of like now right. or never is the time to really get into it to VR but they are going to continue to promote their mixed reality which is kind of what HoloLens is mm-hmm. but from everything I've seen from Microsoft not particularly Xbox HoloLens is really being pushed and designed and really like the people who are creating content or the software for HoloLens is all on the business side. It's being used for like business conferencing, uh, video interfacing, like let's say we're here and like somebody goes to Japan or whatever and we're like oh we want to bring someone like Alexa's like in Japan we want to bring her into a, her time a style, be. right like so like hey, we're going to make ew. you weird What? The, it's Microsoft a small yeah. naked lady in a hologram yeah it's going to be you yeah no. in yeah, blue yeah, light well, nope. we're going to make you a hologram don't you don't have to wear a blue bodysuit though but you do love bodysuits I do so. love bodysuits
2: like I why wear wear are you grossed suit. out by her she literally like wearing outfits you have, I mean not literally but you know you wear bodysuits is my point and you don't care
1: Oh, is this true? Can you confirm or deny? I mean, I'm in the market for a bodysuit. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> a- anyway, I think HoloLens
0: will probably make some kind of an appearance, but I think that we're going to see th- it being phased out of gaming and being phased into business. But- I just remember they're like Minecraft. Demo. So frustrating. Like that demo was not representative of the way it actually is. If anybody out there has actually put a HoloLens on, you know what I'm talking about. For the vast majority of people who have never picked up a HoloLens, when you're wearing the headset, there is a small field of view. So imagine you put sunglasses on, and you can only see like a two-inch stripe in the middle of your glasses. That's like how big the depth of field is for HoloLens. So when you put it – so when you're wearing these glasses, if you look up or down, you lose the image. So you have to stare in a specific kind of field of view – And it's very small. And the Minecraft demo that they did on stage at E3 made it appear as though it was this, like, life-size world that you can walk around in. Right. And that's just simply false. It's just not the case
1: at all. Is that a technical limitation? Yes. And and I I think the
0: idea of what they represented on stage is really fantastic. And I think the implications for what you can do from an audiovisual perspective, meaning, like, being able to demonstrate that on a live show at E3, that is cool. But you can, that's not the experience you as a user are going to have. But us watching as they pipe in that augmented reality from a viewer perspective is interesting to watch. Yeah. But the user perspective it's is not, not the same. Mm. And so like if they promote it as like a, hey, this is a cool thing for somebody else to wear, and then they can demo something for you, then that's a whole different product altogether than what Oculus or Vive or PSVR are selling to you. Absolutely. And that to me is why I don't think HoloLens is ever going to really resonate with gamers because it's not even close to what these other virtual reality headsets are selling. Right. And I well, know that.
1: That was
0: interesting. Right. Yeah, I mean that's what was frustrating about it because like the idea of Hololens is really cool. The tech is really cool. Being able to wear a headset and video conference with someone and having them appear in the room with you is cool. But it doesn't look like that. It doesn't look anything
2: like that. Would they just be like a tiny little?
0: Yes. Oh my god. Yeah.
2: It's like honey I shrunk
0: the kids. Well, no, it's not it's not qu- they're not quite that small. Okay. But like <laughs> you really can't It's not like they're full size standing next to you. The feel it's like almost like if you were wearing like a visor. Imagine mm. like an old school night helm. Okay. And there's like the
2: little slit for the eyes to protect your and that's face. That's all you can kind of That's see all through. you can see that's through. Bummer. That's what it feels like. So it looks like you're wearing binoculars, kind of.
3: Worse. Oh.
1: Dun, 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 the worst oh, binoculars. Oh, oh, no. The worst <laughs> binoculars. <laughs> well,
0: anyway, I'm not trying. To, I'm not trying to get down on Hololens because I think the technology is really fascinating and really cool, and they're going to do great things with it. It's just not what they're representing it to be, and yeah. that to me rings false. And I wish that they wouldn't try to sell it for something that it isn't. That's fair. fair. I would also anyway, I'm boring. not. I'm, we'll I'm going to get
1: off my ramble about Hololens. The resurrection is scale bound. No,
3: no, that's, no, not, that's, that's gone. It's dead. a bad joke.
1: Poor dragons. I have heard.
3: I have heard many little birds chirping about what happened with that game, and that game is gone forever.
2: Whoa. Goodbye forever. Whoa. Yeah. Goodbye forever. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Ripping cool dragons. Not the protagonist seem kind of like douchey, but dragons seem cool. Yay I dragons. Like dragons. Do you
0: think that somebody's going to be on stage and going to announce some kind of third party partnership with they Xbox? Because PlayStation's really been kind of killing Xbox it. Yeah. They need yeah. So they need who, something. Who do, do you think it's going to be? Anybody? Any guesses? Oh, Jesus.
3: Well, it's not square, because it sounds like the next Tomb Raider will be multi-platform. I don't think they're going to do that again.
1: Uh, Not platinum, because they kicked platinum right to the curb with Scalebound. Red Red Dead Redemption has a exclusive anything with PlayStation. Not exclusive. They have a deal with PlayStation, do they? GTA 5 had some PlayStation. I think I've, yeah. Yeah. Partnerships. I... Yeah,
0: Rockstar P- and PlayStation so. are buds. I don't, I don't buds. think that Rockstar has announced anything for Mm-mm. PlayStation. I don't think PlayStation has announced anything But I think No, Red they have it.
3: I'm just saying, they like, in the past, Rockstar they has have worked done stuff yeah. together. It's safe to maybe think that if Rockstar is gonna go either way, they'll probably lean PlayStation. Yeah. I'm guessing. Just Hell a guess. How the tables
1: have turned Xbox. Yeah.
3: Just no, a guess. I'm trying to think of, like
0: um <laughs> well i mean in so, no it's how doing, well, uh, U- doing spider-man ubisoft so i mean ubisoft has shown assassin's creed on xbox's stage before they've recently been showing it on the playstation stage i don't know if that's an exclusive deal that they have going um but maybe we'll see something with far cry or with assassin's creed on xbox's stage if far cry maybe yeah you know, I don't know. It's that's a possibility.
3: Um, what about Bethesda? EA? Bethesda partnered with them for Fallout. Oh, no. They mm-hmm. did. Bethesda, maybe something. I don't know. Battlefront Battle s- Two would probably lean PlayStation. Honest question:
1: Like, what incentive would they have to partner with Xbox or money. With Sony? Oh, just like money, 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 money. Like, like, like
2: sheer like dollar
0: bills, sheer
1: <laughs> dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. Yeah. Straight. No, up, that's literally what all partnerships bills.
2: are: is we will give you X amount of dollars, X either X dollars in, either in dollars. marketing value or in actual money. And then let's sense. make a deal. Money talks. Yeah.
0: I mean, but like the, one of the values of partnerships with either platform is not just the money, but it's also the community. So that's why we've seen, you know, EA partner with Xbox with EA now or was it EA Access, I think it's Access, called. Access, yeah. Um, and so where you can play these games on Xbox first if you pay this subscription fee. Yep. And that's because EA has always had a really great relationship with Xbox because the Sports games in the United States in particular, like Madden, for example, are much more popular on the Xbox platform. Now, internationally, that's not necessarily the case because PlayStation sales numbers are higher internationally Mm -hmm. than Xboxes are. And we see, you know, games like FIFA have a much larger fan base in Europe than they do in the United States. Right. So, but I think, you know, we could potentially see EA come on stage with Need for Speed. You know they, they just right. announced. You know the new one that's coming out. That could maybe be something. on Xboxes, yeah. But like, I, I want to think big, like like a big exclusive or yeah, a big like a third big, party, like a big exclusive or a big third
2: party, like platform exclusive, like
0: Destiny was for PlayStation Four, mm. like that kind of level of big.
2: Can you think? Mm, of One anything? of the Bethesda unannounced, mm. maybe? <laughs> like I don't know. Like I don't know what the, I don't know what they got.
0: I hope they surprise me with
1: something. What about like Capcom?
0: Capcom and Xbox had a partnership with <sighs> Dead Rising. Yeah. You
2: know, could they have something else? I guess I'm just not that excited about most Capcom things at this point.
1: Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I said most, Monster not all. Most, not all. <gasps> yeah, I'm drawing a blank on this one. Yeah. If you guys can think of anything huge and large and big, please tell me. But I I I'm drawing a blank. What's that look for, Alexa? Uh, no,
3: I'm, I'm thinking because... You're phrasing. Every big third-party publisher, like blew like a giant wad of great games in the past like six months and I can't think of anything right. that's outstanding right now. Right. Like, yeah. every, like everything came out except that, for Crackdown.
1: That's kind of where I'm at with this <laughs> E3 which is wonky is like and I mentioned this I think on our last podcast that all of my favorite not mm-hmm. all but most of my favorite franchises have come out. Oh Christine has an idea. I have an idea. What is it? But it's not going to it's not going to be it
2: at all. all right, but drink. it's something
1: that would be cool or that they should Just try tell to us. do.
2: The Bioware new IP.
1: Oh Dylan.
2: Don't know what the fuck it is.
1: Project That, Light, that, that would in. be awesome. That would be
2: a good win for Xbox. Together.
0: Yeah. That would.
1: Yeah. I mean, because yeah.
0: Xbox has has paired with Bioware stuff in the past, um, so that wouldn't be surprising. I mean, obviously, like Mass Effect was on Xbox before it was ever on PlayStation. Yep, so it was
2: published by Microsoft Game Studios. Yeah. There you go. All and right. Well, listen. Perhaps,
0: oh wait. Oh, do you have oh. something? No, perhaps that's it.
1: Oh. oh, oh okay. <laughs> I can't touch oh, the end.
0: Um, Well, I think what we're kind of arriving at, the conclusion that we're arriving at, is that uh, Xbox has a lot of unknowns. Obviously, we know Scorpio is going to be a tentpole for them at E3 this year. We're going to hopefully get a price. We're going to hopefully get a release date. Mm -hmm. We're going to get specs. We're going to see the thing. And then we're going to figure out how it integrates with Windows – gaming on Windows 10. And hopefully some kind of game, Phil Spencer. Don't let me down,
3: Phil. Give us a reason. Don't let Andrea specifically down. Yeah,
0: specifically. Hi hopes. Also, hi. Give us more fable.
3: Thanks. Bye. Girl, girl, girl. No. to fable. Girl, no. All
1: (laughs) right.
0: We will end this segment with a drink drink to to fable. To fable. fable. (laughs) All right, you guys. We will be right back after this break with more of our pre E3 show. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. two of our pre-E3 show and this segment we are going to talk about PlayStation
3: PlayStation.
0: Woo! yeah you're wearing your PlayStation shirt today my
3: PlayStation wife beater I like
1: it. It's very it's, cute. It is cute. Where'd you get that?
3: Uh, my roommate used to work at PlayStation, and she gave me all the shirts that she no longer needed when she got a new job at Nintendo. Oh, oh so, yeah. uh, so I took all the PlayStation shirts. Now they're all pajama shirts. That's the way it goes. <laughs> and workout shirts. I'm um, that girl in the gym with like the PlayStation wife beater on the, on the bench press. This yeah. is not the bench press. I don't know what this was. Well, Forget it could be it. if you were laying down.
2: Oh, never mind. No. I thought you were doing this. I'm, doing I'm lifting no. on the thing. What's you're lifting weights. Um So, ladies, um, PlayStation,
0: I think, is going to have a lot to show, a lot yes. to talk about this year. Yes. So they kind of, you know, released all I think we're going to see from them for hardware for at least the next year or two. Um, they, last year, we had PS Slim, PS Pro, and PS VR. Mm-hmm. So we had a lot of hardware. So I don't think that's going to show up. For them this year no nope.
1: handheld i'm just kidding you know i don't think so <laughs> no, i mean I know, I know there was
0: a rumor about you know the next the next whatever vita is vita 2 or anything but like i the vita is dead. i have to imagine that they don't want to push don't more talk
3: hardware shit about the vita like it's that. dead christine
1: i love my vita love even my though it doesn't vita, work but it, it'd be silly business to freaking put out oh no i know thing. yeah it would be a really bad business
2: but it'd be pretty
0: software
1: wise. But they have
2: it? a lot of exclusives. So let's
0: start with what you ladies think we're gonna see from their exclusive Steimer. Detroit. What's
2: yeah? It? Well um, at least that's the one I wanna see. I wanna the see most that of. too. Yeah. We haven't heard about it really. Well at last all. year they had a decent sized demo. Right, but like since then. Oh since then, yeah, nothing. We've got a little crickets.
3: There was the trailer at Paris Games Week that had like the how the that's gameplay right. changes, but no, we haven't seen it
1: since then. I mean, I'm hoping that means that they're just working on it. It's yeah. a cool premise because I can totally see that be in our future. Oh, totally. About AI yeah. becoming self-aware and all of a sudden they're no longer our maids, but these like crazy entities that for some reason must be hunted down and killed. And yeah. I like that um, it's one of those like the many branching storylines. Heavy Rain. Did you guys play Beyond Two Souls, by the way? Yes. Yes. I not. So I don't. I'm not oh, I didn't like it as much as I liked Heavy Rain. What a game. I did play Heavy Rain what Which a game way. beyond
3: two souls oh, it was, was very confusing what a game <laughs> i feel like you have <laughs> lots to say
0: about that i don't know if we have time to, that's del- a later to delve into that for some other that's, day. Not a,
3: that's not like a negative or a positive it's just what a game
1: it was <laughs> what really a game? it was really interesting like brittany you <laughs> okay over there i'm having mic issues but it's okay okay we'll Let's fix falling it over. um
0: <laughs> alexa it's dad of war
1: yes
0: yes okay of tell tell, tell, tell us about Dad of War while I fix Brittany's microphone.
3: Dad of War, I call. I like to call it Dad of War. I'm really into the Daddening of video games. Really, so the the, the dadning of things like The Last of Us was a yeah, real, real dadning game. Um, I loved the God of War games, the first early ones. Uh, the last one, God of War Ascension, didn't really tickle my fancy, mm-hmm. uh, and. I was hoping for the series to come back so when they showed that trailer last year, I was very shocked to see what is normally like a story about because I because I story it, about rage right a story about rage <laughs> and a story about this big beefy guy beating up other big beefy things in just mm-hmm. beefy ways and it's him and this like child and I think that what that series really needed was a refresh and a lot of people were like oh they're gonna change it and it's gonna be God of war but it's gonna be a different god and like um and uh, Norse mythology. And those are the rumors I kept hearing. And I was like, that doesn't sound right. And I feel like Kratos makes, ma- like, he is the face of God of War. He makes God of War. You can't, like, take it. It's not like Final Fantasy where you can just take the title and transplant it into different worlds. Right. So I was not expecting, like, Son of Kratos in the mix there. Yeah. So that surprised me. And I'm intrigued by that premise. So that's why I'm
1: excited to see more from it. Also, the combat looked amazing. Did you hear that there's a dedicated button to interact with your child? Yes, I did. Oh. What's that going to be like? I don't know. You? Pick him up, throw him. Pick him up, throw him. <laughs> Catch him again. Minigame. If he falls, he throw drops your you and loses no, stress with pat you. pat him on the head. Tell him he's a good boy. I'm very excited for this because the other God of War titles, I just can't get into them because it's all... So you would be... Super g- Big,
3: beefy dudes hitting big, beefy things. Well, and that's
1: cool, but I suck at, like, combos and button-mashing. <laughs> cool. That's cool, but... <laughs> no, I really enjoy the first God of War. I have to play on the easiest mode, and even then, I'm absolutely terrible at the game. And so it's kind of a turn-off for me, because I don't like button-mashing. Like, I don't get in a God of War, right. bayoneted. not for me. Yeah. Uh, so I'm excited, because this looks like the combat has definitely slowed down. Yeah. Much more story, story, story-driven. Yep. And there's a kid, a cute little kid, and it's Kratos, Daddy Kratos. I mean, I don't really care about kids' video games. Like, you don't care about kids in general, dude. Well, it's not that. that. It's, it's more
2: that I. Anytime a developer puts a child in the video game, I feel like they're trying to make an emotional pull at me and I don't like it. Well, it works. I don't appreciate it and it doesn't work on me. I see you.
3: It works on those salt? of us with hearts,
2: Christine. No, no it's because... It, salty Stimer. It is.
3: Salty Stimer. Well, it was the same way
2: I felt about the kid in Mass Effect 3. Oh, I forgot about
1: that kid. Mm-hmm. And was no, no, just, no, no,
0: no. Come but, on. No, the, that's, kid that's in 3, the kid in Mass Effect three and this kid had, a, are,
2: a, have two completely different levels of importance in the sure. story. Totally. Right? right. Totally, totally. I'm not yeah, I'm not trying to argue that. I'm just saying it's an like I'm just worried that they're gonna I don't know. It's do something dad-ing. with the kid to try and I don't know. It's the daddening of video games. games. When you're like supposed to be real sad and
3: it's like whenever there's a dog in a video game, I'm like, please don't kill the dog. <laughs>
2: please just don't kill the dog.
3: How did you feel about the opening of The Last of Us then? Did that work for you?
2: I mean, I was sort of sad, but also like she didn't get enough time to develop. Salty
1: stuff. For me to Salty really to be, be no really
2: heartbroken about it. You know? Yeah, that's fair. I need I need more time and development, which is why like, I do think you'll get that with this with this particular child. Sure. It seems like a lot of the game is dedicated around teaching him. Fair. Um, do you, you think we're going to get a release date? Yes.
1: So the, When do you think it is? There mm. was a German retailer. Do you hear about mm. this? The collector, oh, boy. No. The, the collector's edition was leaked for January 18th, 2018. Wow. Now, that's like okay. a random Thursday, so it's not a Tuesday, so take that for what you will. But that, I think, is the only like hint we've had as to a release date. Um, I think Q1
0: 2018 sounds like a good window. Obviously, we saw Horizon Zero Dawn. Yep, that's out in really well. February of this year, and that was a pretty good window for them. Um, that would make sense. Q1 2018. I'd be down for that. I'd be down for that too.
1: Down for Daddy, <laughs> Daddy <laughs> Kratos.
2: Daddy oh, Kratos, the well, well, dad Do you remember? You and I were together last year when mm-hmm. the Kratos or when the new God of War was revealed, and I don't even. I do not care about God of War. Like I, because similar thing is he, he's screaming all the time. There's I'm okay with some gore, but God of War was a it's a bit excessive for me. I don't really like seeing guts ripped apart. Um, so when but when this one came up, I was freaking out with like we were like, oh my
1: god, this is the coolest thing ever. Yeah, that's right. We, we were, were really, together. We were really stoked, and I. Definitely want to play this one. Right. And this is the first time I've been genuinely excited for a God of War game because it does look so different and it is like a refreshment like you said. So Yeah, Yeah, the graphics alone, the
0: tone and like the visual style change Mm -hmm. really looks intriguing and interesting. So uh, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing another gameplay demo of God of War. But uh, Britt, is there any other
1: PlayStation exclusives you are hoping to see on stage? Well, let me go to my notes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I would love to see something from Sucker Punch. Yeah, yeah. I don't know been quiet if we'll bit. hear anything. I think the last DLC came out three years ago, and that was for... Uh, what, First Light? Yeah. Yeah. That was like the last time they've touched like Infamous at all. And so I would love to see... I played the first Infamous, really enjoyed it, which is kind of rare for me because I don't like modern day settings, even though there's kind of that superhero element to it. Um, yeah. And then I immediately try to jump from Infamous to Infamous 2, mm. which is a big but mistake. But you needed a breather. I needed a breather, so I never got into it. And then, um, is it Second Son? Is that the yeah. name of the- Okay, loved that one. It was also cool that it took place. It was place- in Seattle. In Seattle, yeah. And so I'd be like cruising along and I'd see my freeway exit and it was like, ah, this is neat. I didn't play the... D- oh, I did play the DLC, actually. Did
2: it bother it. you at all? It didn't bother me like a lot, but I kind of chuckled when they blew up the 520 and they were like... There's no way out, and I was like, "Seattle's not an island. That's not how that works. <laughs> <laughs> you can very easily leave."
1: <laughs> so that's more of a hopeful thing that I would like to see. I'd also like to see some full fledged PlayStation VR titles, kind of like what they did with Resident Evil Seven. How mm. like that's like an actual legit full length game. That mm-hmm. would be awesome. I have a PlayStation VR. Haven't played a lot of it. I'm kind of sick of VR demos in general. I want like a fully immersive. Like, give me like, something actually. Give me an emotional roller coaster of a story. Mm. Yeah. Did, so did you play um, Resident Evil 7 like with the thing on your head the whole time <laughs> no so I played the first time I played oh you were with me by the way during the Resident Evil 7 announcement yeah, the, oh we were do you remember that no, no. it was during Sony's press conference oh um, oh yeah no it was yeah yeah I, lost, I was like I was covering I was like I don't know what this is but it no, looks I scary and I don't want to so it. no to answer your question no I reviewed it non-VR because I was like I just don't know if I can handle that much VR at a time I don't want to hinder this experience for the first time this is a, actually this is a conversation for another day so never okay. mind. Uh, oh, my. So no, but I tried it a little bit, and it is absolutely terrifying, but it's so good. That's the kind of stuff I would like to see more. Fair. Andrea? Well, the thing
0: that I have been talking about on Twitter and other places that I'm, like, really looking forward to seeing is Spider-Man. So, yeah. Really? Yeah, well, I mean... It here's looks a, fun. Here's the thing. I love a good superhero Experience and we haven't really had one in a Since long infamous. time. Um, well, I mean, did you like Infamous? I did. I really enjoyed um, Second Son. I thought it was great. Um, I didn't. I wouldn't necessarily call that superhero because I didn't think he as a character that, was really redeeming. I mean, like the, sure. He's not a, he's not a hero. hero but yeah. Okay. I doesn't necessarily need to be from, you know, like the stable of comic book heroes that are already in existence. It could be somebody fresh and new. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think what looks exciting about Superman or excuse me, about Spider-Man um, is that I really enjoyed um the, Mechanics, uh, the open world movement mechanics in Sunset Overdrive that Insomniac created. I don't know Sunset if you guys it. Sunset Overdrive right. was super fun. It was awesome. And if you guys have never played, um, played this game on Xbox One, it is fantastic. It was really underrated, I thought. It didn't get nearly the des- the praise that it deserved. And so if that's any indication of the kind of movement that we can expect in this new Spider-Man game, that's really exciting. I think the mm-hmm. footage that we saw last year looked fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a, uh, a home-run partnership for PlayStation, working with the studio, you know, with the pedigree that Insomniac Games has, with a hero that's as popular as Spider-Man is. Like, the the expectations now are yep. unfortunately really high. Yeah, don't fuck it up. I, and I wish I could lower them, but I can't because I, I'm just really pumped about it. and I'm excited to see more, and I think that it could be... Really cool. Um, and I have to imagine we're going to see something. I did talk to Ted Price, um, the head of Insomniac, at the Game Awards um, in December of last year. And I kind of was like, hey,
3: can you tell me what's happening with Spider-Man? <laughs> and he was like, nope. nope. <laughs> that
1: man never ages.
3: I know, right? He's like, a, the, like the fountain of youth of game developers. That's true.
1: He, he's looked the he's same. a magical man. Well, I'm pretty sure it's been, con- been confirmed that Spider-Man will be there, obviously. Yeah. I have a stage presence at the showcase. So, as someone who really isn't into superhero like video games, what would make a, an amazing superhero game for you? Like, what do you need? I need a great story. I need
0: incredible animation and in the cutscenes and really rewarding um, combat mechanics. And I think the last superhero game that really did it for me was the Arkham series from Rocksteady. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. they nailed it with Batman and the combat and Batman and the traversal around you know arkham arkham asylum arkham city all the all the different spaces in and around um you know those worlds were really interesting to explore and go to and i thought that i mean we could debate about the narrative in all three of those games and which one's better which pieces we could do without but i think overall that's kind of the gold standard for open world superhero superhero games um and I would like to see somebody take up the mantle and say, "Hey, we're going to make the next big."
2: Well, also, thing. I mean, the, the the last thing we got was Batman. Batman's super dark; like those stories are always really heavy, right? Like, Spider Man is a much lighter character, so like it will be. We're like, hey guys, you know what's going on? I'm Spider Man, <laughs> <I'm spingy laughs> you know, like that sort of a thing. Is that perfect? Yeah, that's I like, like Spider Man. Spider Man much
3: better than actual Spider Man. Actually,
2: cast so. me in the movies. <laughs> I'll be Spider Girl. But so yeah, so I think it will be a more uplifting, like happy go lucky sort of a. Okay. Yeah.
1: What about Death Stranding? Do
3: you think we're actually going to see something substantial from well, that? I don't, don't think so. Like, no, it's been up. real it's Kojima and early. Friends. Is it though? We've gotten yeah. a we've gotten a very significant we have gotten a very significant trailer at every major event. They announced it last year at E three, and then we had that really amazing VGA trailer featuring True. Mr. Del Toro yeah, and Mr. Mickelson.
0: Because spot- Jeff and Kojima are like best bros, and I was going to say yeah, but- they could
2: be just working on. Because often what developers do, I don't know if this is the case for this game, but for a game or for an announcement like E3, they just have people working on the thing for E3. It's not actually related to building the entire game. Right. So I'm thinking that might be the case with this because I can't imagine they had enough time to really build out a game yet for Death Stranding. So they're probably just like, make a really kick-ass E3 trailer. Cool. Make a really kick-ass demo. Where was that demo we saw? It it was the longer one where the guys like moving around in the sewer. That was at a VGA. P- was a VGA? No, right. Okay, yeah. That's right it was. Oh, I thought it was a PSX. It was at the VGA's?
0: It was at the
3: Game Awards because I was sitting six rows behind Kojima, tweeted about feeling the magic rolling off oh, Kojima and he retweeted me. What? Claim to yeah. fame. He favorited it and Sometime retweeted it. He noticed me. <laughs> and <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay, so I'll forever remember that night. Um, no, that was like a real. Maybe I think we'll get something of that caliber. Maybe not another ten minute um, like a Balls fest, but maybe like something small that demonstrates another aesthetic of the game. Yeah, I think we'll get something about it. I just don't think, don't expect the game anytime soon. Nothing. No. valuable. that's okay. Take your time. Take
0: your time, Kojima. Um, so, Resident Zombie fan, <laughs> what do you what do you think about Days Gone from Ben? Do you think that that's going to oh, come yeah. back? Are you excited about this game?
3: No. You're not the resident zombie fan. Don't care.
0: No, to please say it. talk about it. I would love to hear what you
3: have to say. I'm tired. I'm just. I don't really have anything to explain. I'm just tired of zombies. Just straight up tired of zombies. I think they're overdone. There's a lot of them. You can put them on a motorcycle. I don't care. Okay. Put them. I would- <laughs> Okay, I would actually like to see a zombie drive a <laughs> just, motorcycle. Like, maybe, maybe I don't know. Like maybe the mechanics will grab grab me later. Maybe I'll hear people talking about it and try it out. Maybe there will be an awesome demo. But I'm just done with
1: zombies. You don't want hordes of zombies? Hordes no, and hordes of zombies. I'm just done. They are so played out. <laughs> uh, so. so anything zombies, I'm totally into because I'm still waiting for that one zombie title to like just fucking nail it. You know, like truly give me the survival horror, make me feel like I have to raid shops and truly survive, and give me co op. I would love to do a zombie survival game co-op. Isn't that State of Decay kind of a State little bit? State of Decay 2 does have co-op. The first okay. State of Decay did not. And that's okay. one of the reasons why I love Dying Light is because it is this open world survival horror sandbox with co-op, which is amazing. Um, so I'm all for all the zombie games. I like experiencing like what they do right, what they do wrong, what did the zombie game get? And then I like to, in my head, mesh them all together into Bert's Perfect Zombie Game and then grab elements from all of them. Um, speaking of zombies, though, even though Resident Evil really isn't zombie-like anymore, I'm hoping we'll see something on the new DLC that's been delayed. Oh, yeah. That's been delayed, and I won't spoil it because it's an epic spoiler, but, um, the DLC should shed light on a very, very, very important thing that's very, very important to Resident Evil lore and fans. So. Very, very important. Very, very, very important. Is it the finger? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What? I have no idea what you're talking about. You talking you're about? just like the, the finger. The <laughs> like kitchen demo is like the yeah, the finger. That's so so irrelevant right now, sweetheart. The finger. Unless, you know nothing, John Snow. No, no, no. <laughs> Maybe we'll need to talk so we don't. We
3: need. You, I'm. Gen, I don't know why you're laughing at me. I'm genuinely really confused. We'll talk about this later.
1: We'll talk about it anyway. There's just a major character. <laughs> <What>? Okay. a <laughs> character called the finger. <laughs> I mean, unless I'm yeah, have a whole finger segment. <laughs> Okay, Alexa, we're gonna have a whole do think finger
2: segment. We'll see anything on the Final Fantasy 7
3: <laughs> No, Kingdom Hearts. No do they way, not even dude. get like a like a doofy no. trailer? No, we're not gonna get anything. I don't think we're gonna get shit. The only reason that Square Enix announces <laughs> the only reason that Square Enix announces bad news three weeks before a major convention is because they have nothing
2: and bad news bad news
3: bears we're not getting Final Fantasy 7 remake or Kingdom Hearts 3 for until for at least 3 years i swear to god they only do that when they're not going to have anything so they get ahead of the don't expect us without yeah. actually saying they're not going to have that's anything yeah that's a good point yeah, it's a if qu- we have a trailer for either one of those games i will <laughs> eat my f- get my tiny kingdom hearts branded tiny blo- tiny violin i will i will like Jump off of the roof of the Staples Center if there is please a trailer. Or either please don't. We don't have insurance.
1: Oh dear. <laughs> um, yeah, there I, isn't. So. I, I'm with you. There, I think there isn't. There can't
3: Square be. Square Enix
0: has publicly kind of said that they're not going to have a big presence at E3 this year, and they do have a couple other titles, like uh, the racing titles and some mobile stuff that you know they're going to be talking about. But I mean, I mean, I think we knew we knew that we weren't <gasps> going to see either of those of those titles. I was hoping, you know. That they would bring um, Shadow of the Tomb Raider because you know we mm. saw the the leak about that title. If anywhere though, we wouldn't see it at PlayStation. We would probably see it on the Xbox stage. Yeah. But that game um, is
3: turbo way off.
2: Yeah, it, I was it does, gonna say they've been like pumping those out.
0: It does feel like it's quite a, quite a ways away. But the game that the thing that I hope we get to see that would make sense for them to talk about at this time is DLC for horizon. Mm. So horizon zero dawn Mm, sales numbers. They announced this week, 3.4 million units, which is great. Um, uh, for a console exclusive. That's fantastic. And I really love that game so far. It's still my game of the year. Yep. Uh, haven't seen anything that's going to beat it yet. And now with red dead pushing to 2018, has Um, a really good shot. (laughs) Uh, it has a good shot. Um, Obviously, yours is Zelda and a lot of other people's is Zelda. If we can talk about that much later in the year. But um, I think it makes sense. And now's the time for them to do some DLC announcements. If yeah. they're going to do them, um, I don't know why they would want to wait all the way until PSX. I mean, potentially they could announce a Gamescom, I guess. But um, I think E3 seems like the right the right time to well, do that. Well,
2: also probably, speaking of DLC, Uncharted. Like that, that's oh, yeah, going the
3: last of us. yeah. We'll
1: see Lost Legacy yeah, on that'll be there for, there for sure. sure. What about The Last of Us 2? i think
3: well,
0: that's no, gonna be too no. early
1: yeah not i think they said way way. that game is a long way not even away. a trailer you know there so. might be a
0: teaser because yeah. if you're gonna drop a teaser anywhere this would be a good spot but like the what we saw at psx was like so short yeah um and neil Druckmann kind of came out and was like this is like the tiniest of sneak peeks we are like really far away from yeah. I having think any they just announcements. announced it
2: so that they
3: wouldn't have a leak mm. eventually which makes sense yeah right what else did they announce last year? PlayStation like ate everyone's lunch in terms of game mm-hmm. announcements. Well, the Final III Fantasy
0: VII.
3: Um, yeah, goodbye forever. That was big news last year. Shenmue Three, yeah. yeah.
0: which we will not see this year. Oh it was no! Like two years
3: ago, right? Was yeah. it? Two, two years, years ago was Miami. two years yeah. ago. Uh, two years ago was the trifector of um, Final Fantasy VII remake, Shenmue Three, and then the Last Guardian. Like one oh, yeah, after the other. Oh forever. yeah,
2: you're right. We, we did actually get Last Guardian, so. <laughs> Eventually. Finally, some positivity. <laughs>
3: oh, we forgot Knack 2. Oh. Did we, though? Did we, though? <laughs> I, ha- I have deep, deep problems. Okay, I have deep problems with Knack. Well, I think you're not Knack alone. was, like, not the best game. And then for, like, years, I made stupid jokes about, what are we getting Knack 2? And then they announced it, and I was like, god damn done. it it's actually a thing so you made it happen uh, you're putting I, the energy out into the to universe happen. it's my fault I'm it sorry. will
1: happen but i always have to have it memorialized somewhere dark cloud three you're so funny Woo-woo. Woo, I know it's woo. good. Woo, woo. Level five. Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 Level five. <laughs> Level five is doing Nino Kuni too, and then right. is it Yokai Watch? Ooh, the other that, one will run? that be there? I, I mean, I'm probably another another Yokai stage? Watch
3: because it's their uh, Pokemon.
1: Yeah, Yokai Watch we won't see on stage. No, but no, no. Uh, Nino Kuni we could potentially see on You're stage. Sure. I have an appointment, and that's not confidential or anything, so I'll be seeing that. Yay! Okay. <laughs> like, not Dark Cloud Three, it. but it's okay. <laughs>
0: Do you think we're going to get any surprise
3: announcements from PlayStation this year? Yeah, Final Fantasy IX remaster. I f- <laughs> fucking wish. <laughs> Sorry. Objectively the best of the modern Final Fantasies. <laughs> Objectively the best. Um I don't know. Like what else can Square Enix remaster at this point?
1: Um is the Twisted Metal series still a thing that exists? Oh. It's been a long time mm, since David Jaffe's an doing drawn to yeah. death. Uh, yeah, I don't they think did something think so, so i can't remember that's just like a far away hope and dream what so about I'm gt like, sport
0: you think that game's ever coming out gran turismo that'll be like 10 uh, you guys <laughs> looking at me like
3: you have no idea what no, i'm talking about i know, about. I know about. That there's just I no gran turismo there. but i <laughs> What's do not car? car um <laughs> what other what other sony first party second party studios haven't announced anything recently that have been quiet in the past couple of years because maybe
2: mm.
1: sucker punch is the only one that's been quiet for a while sucker punch which yeah. we already mentioned though so. yeah um, I'm very very excited for this press conference very very excited
2: oh. but I do feel like there We're, can't be that I mean I guess there should be but I'm just like like you had mentioned earlier like a lot of wads have been blown already like you know like so there's, there's already been blown. it's been a lot there's been a lot of stuff lot. so I feel like I wouldn't be surprised if this E3 was a little less intense maybe than past ones right mm. um we'll see but we'll see I mean I hope I'm wrong I hope that I'm just like, whoa.
1: Whoa. whoa." And you and I
3: will be there for the journey. (laughs) We will. (laughs) For every Well, we certainly have
2: left some stuff on
0: the table, but we can't talk this entire show about PlayStation. We have Nintendo to talk about, and then we have the best of the rest. That includes Bethesda, EA, Ubisoft, and some others. So, ladies and gentlemen, please stick with us. We are going to take a short break on this pre-E3 show for you. Then we'll be right back to talk about Nintendo. Oh my god, I'm out of Nintendo. drink. That sounds
2: great. <laughs>
0: Welcome back, everybody. It is segment three of our pre-E3 show, and now we are going to be talking about the wild card. Oh, yeah, that fan is on. We should probably turn that off, huh?
1: Thanks, Stymie. Good job, Stymie. Stymalot. Nintendo. Stym-a-lots. Lady Stymalots. There you go. You got it. Um, that is the jankest <laughs> Triforce I've ever seen. <laughs> Wait.
3: So beautiful. <laughs>
0: It's pretty jank. It's okay. I can't see it. But. Drawing geometric shapes is sometimes difficult. Um, <laughs> so Nintendo. Um, they've been marching to the beat of their own drum at E3 for the last five years or so since they stopped making press conferences. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while. I
1: know.
0: Just, um, time flies. I think the last on stage press conference I saw was when they announced the Wii U.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And they had the Nintendo Land display. Remember that? Mm-hmm. That castle stand-up shenanigans. Mm. And it
0: was awkward. Mm. Yeah. I do recall. <laughs> it's awkward. That should be Nintendo's
1: E <laughs> three. So, Please
0: awkward. ignore the awkward. Um, so last year, they went all Zelda all the time. Their entire E3 floor presence was this beautiful Zelda land. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was great. And clearly, it was a huge success for them when Zelda launched earlier this year. It's been helping them sell switches and... Um, I think that they're probably going to do something different this year. I don't think they're going to double down on one IP. Mm -mm. So what IPs can we expect? Brittany, as our resident Zelda, or excuse me, our resident Nintendo expert. Well, you're also the Zelda expert. I am joined by
1: my resident Nintendo expert, Alexa, too. I go with Fire Emblem Ho more than I go with Nintendo expert, (laughs) but I'll take it. Fair enough. So we have Super Mario Odyssey. I know you have very, very strong feelings about the hat. If that hat talks, I'm out. Yeah. Why it, has it been proven to talk? I don't think so. If okay. the hat
3: talks, I'm out. I just can't. I have a I have a threshold and talking hat is right above it. Does the hat look like it um, will talk? But, as talking hat. As, but, I, I know, I know. It's coming from the girl that like likes Taiwanese glove puppetry and like and like uh, her, and whose uh PSN name is like a female slur name and Chocobo And who likes match a together. dude that
2: wears a pot on his
0: head? And I
3: like dudes that wear pots on their heads. Yeah, okay. So, um,
0: so yeah, so you have some explaining to do. I
3: understand that like like Mario has his gut has his like thing that like the Mario formula has thing as a guide or yeah. like external like human star. that's a guide like the star I don't remember the 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 hose thing yeah the the super Mario the hose the hose in sunshine also spoke and it was strange but the hat maybe Mario's just really high something about How? I mean I, I mean there is like a talking hammer having, in Paper Mario yeah so. having okay. <laughs> A piece of equipment that like is also sentient. I can deal. Okay, that's fine. It's a piece of equipment. Having something like a star be sentient. Okay, that's like actually pretty adorable. But like something you wear. So do you not
2: like Harry Potter? No,
3: I'm actually not a Harry Potter fan. Oh my
2: god, we can't be friends, Alexa.
3: That's, that's, uh, that's I'm another- just gonna
2: I'm just gonna pretend you didn't say that.
0: We don't have time to dig en- into what enjoy, you just said I enjoy during Harry our Potter E3 show. I enjoy
3: Harry Potter, but it's not my cup of tea. Okay, uh, but. There's something about a wearable that goes on your body that, is, that, can, that also has eyes and can talk to you. I can't do it. Like, what's next? Pants? Uh, so you do not like Labyrinth either? Because there's a talking hat in that. Labyrinth is different. Labyrinth is like on a whole
2: another.
0: level. you're just... No, now I'm you're just, just breaking out all of the talking hats have.
3: that I can... Some very of. specific rules. And if that hat talks... <sighs> if the hat
1: talks, I... Whatever. Okay, I I love the Mario 3D platformers, and this looks like it's going in a new direction. Now, we haven't seen anything else, have we, since that reveal trailer? No, just New Donk City. I didn't even
3: watch
2: it. I didn't know it. I mean,
1: (laughs) I've heard you talk about it. (laughs) What? What'd you say? New Donk City. That's the name of one of the cities. In the game, new it dog me, It city. sounds like new a,
3: donk city. Donk. donk. Oh, okay. Donk.
1: Not dog. Uh, I would love to see co op incorporated into that game. I like, okay, Super Mario 3D World for Wii U, whatever the fuck the name of that game was. The 3D platformer that had cooperative. Yeah, it was the yeah, yeah. Super 3DS Mario Brothers, port. Super Mario. Yeah. Yeah, that was new fantastic. New Super Mario Brothers U. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, that was I different. Yeah. Yeah, I can't oh. keep up with going to you would it be in a bubble if you. Died, and then yes. you just fall you, you always, yes. You're always in a bubble if you die. Yeah. Well, uh, that's wow. deep shit. That was good co-op, though. <laughs> no, it was fantastic. And so I would yeah. like to see something with this. Maybe the hat will be part of the co-op aspect of it. I don't want to play as the hat. Okay. Um. So no. besides Mario, there's the Mario and Rabbids game. Are you excited for this? Yes. Let's I talk love...
3: About
0: it. Rabid. So we don't know about this. It hasn't been like we haven't seen anything yet. We don't know if it, it's going to show up on Ubisoft stage or if it's going to show up on, in Nintendo's Direct on Tuesday morning. But essentially, um, it's kind of like the concept of the game is interesting. So have you guys, who here's played a Rabbids game? Me. They're fun. Okay, they're so Britt has cow cow not played not. a Rabbids game. So There's I think what boy. I'm going to yeah. have to yes. do is I might have to dig out my Wii and we might have to play Raving Rabbids TV Party Yay! on one of our streams because it's four player co op and it's amazing I love that. Yes. Yeah. Um, actually need to look and see if that's on virtual console but um, so this this game um, so the Rabbits are these like demented bunnies that have their own TV show now and they're hysterical and they are really funny and they are pairing up with Mario and in the key art that we have seen it's like a rabbit in like a Princess Peach outfit it's ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and Mario's got a little cannon Yoshi's got a cannon and Luigi's derping in the background as per usual um, poor Luigi <laughs>
1: so how is this game going to work you think is it so, just going to be
0: Rabbids
2: mini games but with the Nintendo characters that'd, that'd be
0: cool. cool so according to this article that I'm looking at on Polygon the first slide suggests that Mario um, plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle will have a 65-35 balance of turn-based fighting and exploration so according to this piece of um, art that showed up on Nintendo World Report the exploration includes four world environments to discover control of tutorial um, with no direct control of heroes, puzzles and secret zones, twisted Mario's world full of Easter eggs, and the turn-based combat section of the game has unique hero playstyles, tactical options, dash, teen jumps, warp pipes, destructible covers, etc. So, Upgradable, collectible weapons, a variety of combat objectives and contextual events, seven enemy archetypes, one boss and mid-boss per world, and multiplayer co-op. And
1: you know what i this, only one who's fucking confused. You know what no. this sounds
3: like? Yeah. This sounds like the freaking uh, paper Mario, the Mario RPG. RPGs on the 3DS. That's what this sounds like.
1: Oh, kind of, yeah. Okay, huh? So, okay, but with so rabbits. But with the rabbits. The rabbits are those games primarily mini games. Yes. Yes. Okay, so that's all they ever are. They don't have like a huge story. Lore Correct. Pl- okay. Yeah.
2: Story is they're rabbits, huh. and they're crazy.
1: So they're taking <laughs> yeah. Mario, like Paper Mario, Mario oh, yeah, RPG, right adding rabbits, and then making it into like a full fledged action adventure or like exploration RPG sort of kind of game. I don't know. Well, great. It sounds intriguing. I mean, I'm interested. Yeah.
0: I mean. I like mini games and Switch is designed really for mini games. Yeah. So I think uh, we're probably going to see a lot about this. Um, I think also we are going to maybe see some other Nintendo franchises that were really big on 3DS or Wii U being ported to Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, any thoughts, ladies, about which ones we're going to see? I have already come out and said, I-, I would like to be the one to say that I said, Smash Bros. is coming to Switch. Oh, I mean who it has been? I mean, well... Whatever. It I'm has. taking credit. God damn it, <laughs> right? If it happens, it was all just so to cheap. me.
3: I know. I'm taking the cheap shots where I can get them, okay? <laughs> I have been beating this drum since the Wii U was announced, and I'm going to beat it even harder now that the Switch is out. Praising Those buttons. <laughs> I'm going to beat it so hard. This game was made for something like the Wii U and now that it's a Wii U type thing that's portable it would be perfect for
1: Switch Pokemon Snap Switch no 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 Pokemon Snap 2 needs to be integrated to the Pokemon Switch title And then it can be... Or would you rather see a standalone Pokemon Snap game? I think a standalone Pokemon Snap game would
3: be the thing that would bring in the people that are too old and jaded to play an actual Pokemon game, but will actually sit down and play something like Snap. pointing
0: at herself to people who are listening.
3: I I am pointing at myself. I don't have the patience to get into an actual Pokemon RPG again. Pokemon Snap... On the Switch, I feel like for the people that picked that console up for like the Mario Karts and like the Rabbit's mini games and the One Two Switch and Splatoon and stuff like that, I feel like that would fit into that demographic of people. I feel like now is the time. Why don't you ever listen to me, it's Nintendo? It's been like six years. Been
1: times. I was about Nintendo to say before I've wanted that damn thing for so. long. Pokemon Snap
3: is so simple and, and so
1: good. Pokemon Sun and Moon. I think this, these were the first games I did this. I had a fun little mini Pokemon Snap kind of super shallow experience. You know what I'm talking yes, about I do. in it. That was cool. But I would – okay, so I would love to see Pokemon Snap as well. But more than that, I'd love to see – and this is why I was so disappointed today by Nintendo's uh, Pokemon, Nintendo Direct, although I should have had tempered expectations. I get excited every time they mention this these things, and then I'm heartbroken. Um, I would love to see a full-fledged – like, take the Pokemon formula that's on handhelds because I think it's fine, but upgrade it and make it optimized for a console. Give us, like, Breath of the Wild – sprawling lands with towns full of npcs and side quests and multiplayer like have hubs where people can meet up and trade where you actually see like the avatars walking around do like do all of these things and i can't believe it has not been done yet so i'm going to not take the easy route like miss little andrea over here and Damn. i'm gonna, oh dear <laughs> i'm gonna say, oh, no, okay snap i would love to see a pokemon oh, game oh, on this which is intended. kind of what i'm trying well, to say. i
0: Oh, so when you say a Pokemon game, I mean, we obviously oh, heard today that not- Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon is coming for 3DS. And there was a little graphic that was up very briefly that said a TBA release date for the Switch. Is that what you're talking about? You're talking about like an original Pokemon game.
1: Okay, so I would ideally like an original Pokemon game, but I will take what I can get. And if I have to take kind of a – I don't want to say half ass That's not the word I was trying to think of uh, – a sort of kind of port of an already existing Pokemon game – to Switch, that's fine because I think it'll perform really well and I think that yep. would maybe be the feedback that Nintendo needs and all the other associated parties to make an original game. I don't cool. think it, that would be the feedback that they would need. That just means
2: keep making the same thing over and over again because people keep buying it. Well, it works. Well, what I'm saying is I
1: think it would sell really well. I think it would be a system seller to an extent. and yep. I, Oh, absolutely. yeah, Yeah, that's just any positive reinforcement because I feel like if you work at Nintendo, you have to be like how, how do you not think this would be a good idea? Like, why haven't you done it yet? So, if anything like enforces that, I'm all for it. How did you did you play a Pokemon tournament at all? No, it's not that no? like kind of thing. No, why not? I don't like fighting games. That's fair. It basically is Tekken with Pokemon. Yeah, I did. I like the Pokemon Stadium games a little bit on N64. Okay. It's that's not what, like Pokemon Stadium right. at all. So that's why I'm not even. I that never, interested I, at
3: all. I, I thought they were. I, I, I thought the game was interesting. They just announced Pokémon Tournament XD for the Switch. Right. Um, when I was in Japan last fall, uh, they had the Pokken uh, arcade machines up and nobody was really playing them. They weren't that popular. So wah, wah. I don't know how well it did. Maybe it did better in America if we're getting the Switch version. Um, on that note, I feel like Nintendo is going very hard into eSports this year, which like, feels a little strange to me because their big trifecta, in addition to Super Mario Odyssey, is ARMS, Splatoon 2 and then Pokemon Tournament, and then they have that giant Splatoon Tournament happening during E3. They're also doing an arms invitational as well. Um, I think
0: the word esports is maybe used a little loosely in this context. I mean,
3: it is Nintendo. Right.
0: Obviously. I mean, it is And I. I think the only e that Nintendo has ever really dabbled in, and quite frankly, Nintendo's never really dabbled in it, was Smash. And yeah. Smash has always been a grassroots, community-led esports scene. I mean, Nintendo's really never gave it the support that it deserves, which is sad in a variety of ways. But I like that they're putting on a tournament. You know, they've we've seen them do invitationals and tournaments the last couple of E3s. Um, I think it'll be great to see how people respond to ARMS in particular. We already know people love Splatoon. Um, but I don't... I don't... See the switch as a machine that's going to drive a competitive market. I mean, it's just not powerful enough to really do that. Kind of performance that esports players are looking for.
3: Maybe esports was the wrong way to put it, but they definitely want this to be the console. Like, they want everyone to be Karen from that damn commercial. They want you to show up at the party with we your Switch. We did it.
0: We were there. We, Our, our friend Cade had a, the Switch at a bar outside yeah. and we played it while we were drinking beers and like we tweeted about it and everyone was like, Where's Karen? And it was the weirdest <laughs> we're all thing. Karen now, so we're all Karen now, Andrea. We're all Karen now.
3: But, like, that's it. They want people to bring their Switches to their friend's house and, like, play Splatoon or play, you know, ARMS or, like, you if know, only do it again. I was about to say the
0: Joy-Cons. Raptor hands. Joy-cons are Some of us awful. have Raptor
3: hands and can't use those little controllers.
0: <laughs> oh, I have oh tiny gosh. hands and I can
2: barely use those controllers.
0: Oh,
3: my God. Yeah. Um,
0: do you guys think, um, not to like completely shift gears, but. Do you think
1: we're going to see a
0: new Animal Crossing announcement?
1: totally thought you said anal crossing <laughs> I heard Animal crossing as well oh Animal God. that is a very different
3: game animal crossing <laughs> I'm glad you said something oh I, bet there's, I bet there's because okay what's it rule 34 if something exists there's a porn of it <laughs> they have overwatch porn there's got to be of an course anal course
1: crossing. Oh, animal crossing animal crossing porn
0: somewhere okay. Okay. I have no please doubt please nobody send this to
1: us please. No, we do. yeah, I don't please. want yeah nobody down. animate this please. I have never played an animal crossing game however I feel like it's a game I would thoroughly enjoy oh sweetie yes yeah. it's a good slowdown from everything that's else that's what story of season Harvest Moon is for me though.
3: Yeah, see, you love Harvest Moon and Story of Season, so I feel like you'd like Animal Crossing. Maybe the older ones more than the new one, but you should give it a try. They have to. If they have like the Switches, you know. When did the last portable. one come out? A couple years ago. Oh, okay. it was 3DS, like shortly after the 3DS came out, maybe the year after. I just know after, that, like, I have friends still
2: playing it, so I wasn't oh, yeah. sure when it actually yeah. came out.
3: Oh, yeah. It's a couple of years old, and okay. then they had the like special interior decorator one that was just the just decorating the inside and outside of houses. That would be, I'd be down for that. Um, I like the Sims building. Yeah. You'd probably like animal crossing, new leaf, happy home designer. You'd probably like it. It sounds like you were speed. Happy home designer. Um, a whole new world for Steimer. Oh my God. It's not (laughs) salty enough for me. Sorry. It's not. (laughs) Well, no I need miserable home designer. There's a couple of really cranky ass animals in that game. (laughs) I know the Tom Nook, the asshole of the generation. Oh yeah. Who's like sold you into slave labor. We can get into the animal crossing lore at some other point. Um, but I feel like they have to. It did so well. They have a new console. People can bring it places so you can bring your weird home or whatever the heck it is this time <laughs> around with you wherever you go. They have to.
1: What well, it's about a moneymaker. What a Metroid? I'm not a Metroid fan. Throwing that out there. It's been a little while. No. I mean, but uh, yeah. I don't
0: know. I think that that's a pipe dream. I think all of us would love to see Metroid on Switch, mm-hmm. a new generation Metroid, especially after the reception
3: that Zelda got. Um, but...
0: You think I, I think just it's not, not
3: enough for time, for or do you think they are not going to do it. What are you? What are the? I don't think anyone at Nintendo actually wants to make another Metroid game. I think that's the oh, problem. Really? It would
1: make too much sense, you see. Yeah. Oh.
3: <laughs> well, not. Well, mm. not. It's not that. So the the thing with these companies and like, like, okay. Square Enix and Final Fantasy VII Remake is a really good example. They had no intention of ever making a Final Fantasy VII Remake, but they put out a tech demo and kind of shot themselves in a the foot because the internet whipped themselves into a fervor, being like, you made the tech demo, you have the technology, all you have to do is just remake this entire game from scratch in a way that we want, which is like a full, sprawling thing. So then they committed to it, and then they said, actually, it's going to be more narrative based with combat sections. I'm totally fine with that. Mm-hmm. That Thank sounds you. cool. That's a new telling of the story, but that's not what people asked for. They wanted the complete remake. Um, and Square didn't have to do it. They probably shouldn't have. There's no one left at that company that wants to make that game. They all want to make Final Fantasy 16 and make the spin-offs like World of Final Fantasy and they want to move on to other projects like they now are spinning up Dragon Quest like really hard. And that's what they want to do. Nobody wanted to remake Final Fantasy VII. Nomura hasn't touched a Final Fantasy since they pulled him off versus thirteen. So nobody wanted to do it, and they committed to doing it because they saw, okay, maybe that's where the money is. But they're not doing it the way that people want it. They'll never make make them happy. And I feel like that's the same situation with Metroid in that, yeah, everyone is like, oh, it makes so much sense for them to make a Metroid because people want it. But do people really want it and will it sell and do the people in Nintendo really want to make it and do they have the resources to make it in the way that the audience wants it? Because what the audience is asking for and what they actually have the resources to make are probably different and they'll never make anyone happy. And I actually think Nintendo was very wise to just not not do anything. Money wise. I mean, I'm sad. I would really like a new Metroid. I miss Samus and all that. But like financially, it's the best decision for them to just completely ignore it
1: fascinating i as someone who's not really a big metroid fan like all i hear are the cries of people who are like metroid, metroid you know give it to us i don't i don't understand but, what you're
2: saying because they do this all the time with every other franchise like mario how many fucking games does mario have granted they're all different i'm not saying every mario game is the same but or zelda zelda is a formula that has gone on for the end of time and so it's like why would Metroid be a game that because, they don't want to pl- or want don't want to make? Because those two IPs
0: are the well most well known video game IPs in the world. Like, sure, but of I feel like Metroid's time. not that far down from that It is. If you think about it? Yes, yeah, it think think about worldwide global recognition. If you put up an image of Mario Well, sure. Everybody knows Mario. Like ninety nine point nine percent of people right. know who Mario is. If you put up an image of Link... Fifty percent of people think it's Zelda, but the other fifty percent know that <laughs> That's it's like I'm, I'm gonna have, have a boy child and name him Zelda. <laughs> oh, he will hate you for Just it. to be selfish. If you put up an image of Samus, probably the majority of people who see it will have no idea who she is. Is that Peach? And, and like well, or they don't even know that it's a woman under the armor, right? Because we've only seen her, you know, her Her face in a a couple of the games, Mm -hmm. like Metroid, is something that Nintendo fans are crying for and would love. But like when you talk about worldwide recognition and what that what that means for global sales and what ultimately what it comes down to is development costs and like can they recoup the development costs? It it just doesn't make sense, Alex. You were spot on in saying like financially, like Nintendo does not have an incentive to make the Metroid. The last Metroid
1: not sell very well.
3: The last Metroid was garbage. Yeah, it was a really weird it was not (laughs) it was metroid only in 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 name like the experience was not really metroid and it was very disappointing for a lot Mm. of fans so metroid is like kind of down there not as far down as fire emblem though which boggles my mind but they keep making new because that series (laughs) yes because now it's a horny casino it went from just being a strategy game explain
1: that to me. you tweeted about this (laughs) horny casino and i want to understand it it's a horny casino um
3: so Fire Emblem, strategy game, you know, out on all the consoles, was a Nintendo staple for a long time, made by a little studio called Intelligent Systems. And it went away for a while. And as the studio tells the story, Fire Emblem Awakening, which came out in 2013 uh, for the 3DS because, it, you know, it's a good portable game, was supposed to be the last Fire Emblem. Intelligent Systems was like, all right, this is it. Um, they supported uh, development on Xenoblade Chronicles Cross, which they were also working on at the time. And uh, they were like, this is it. This is going to be the last one. We're going to go all in on story. Beautiful cutscenes. 20 billion characters, all of them devastatingly beautiful. Let's do it. And Awakening sold so well. They were like, oh shit, this isn't the last Fire Emblem game Mm. because they saw where the money was. So they made Fates and I loved Fates because I'm a giant weeaboo and I buy into that like really like heavy, like emotional, like, you know, stories. And, uh, They made three versions of that game, and that game sold, I think, in its first couple weeks, like outsold Awakenings first couple months. So Fates did fantastic, and then they put out the mobile game, and the mobile game, even though the downloads are one-tenth of Super Mario run, its revenue is like ten times bigger. It's cause you can't get and your it's, boyfriend. It's because I can't get my boyfriend. I spent another twenty dollars in there the other day. <laughs> <laughs> because my my actual real life living, breathing, flesh and blood boyfriend drew my favorite, drew the character I wanted twice I was, in front of me. I was there when for it the happened draw. for the first time. I'm surprised said she was gonna be. It was lose on it was shit. at my damn birthday party it, too. It, it did happen on your birthday. I was so angry. I'm getting all sweaty. I'm so angry about it. God. <laughs> So Jesus like, hates you. Do you
1: need a hair tie?
3: No, I'm fine. Okay. I'm just going to hold my wine to my face. So... <laughs> so... Logic. They are they are capitalizing. I mean, like, the strategy in those games are really good. There's a bunch of difficulty levels. Maps are really challenging. So, like, the gameplay challenge is there. And there's, like, a bunch of different difficulty levels. You can play it on permadeath, which is, like, the classic way for those games. So there is some, like, a lot of strategy and a lot of depth to the actual core gameplay. But they're definitely catering it to the people like me that are, like, into those Weeboo games and into those, like, those really japanese emotional, epic, sprawling fantasy stories. And those people are buying those games. And I guess that's why that series is making a comeback. The Horny Casino. The Horny Casino. They have – not only do we have our Horny Casino mobile game and our recent Horny Casino 3DS release, but we have um, – they announced a Fire Emblem for the Switch, an entirely new game. For the Switch, I hope it uses some sort of multiplayer because the other ones don't really have multiplayer. And uh, then they announced a Dynasty Warriors spinoff, like in like this. in the Real- vein of Hyrule Warriors. It's a Fire Emblem Dynasty what Warriors. What character are
1: they going to use? She's like all of them. They showed so many pots in their sho- heads. Yeah.
3: I know all the pot the people with the pots in their heads, which is Donnie, by the way. Um, they uh, they just showed Krom like picking his sword up, and it was like Fire Emblem Warriors, and it was Got like it. I didn't like Hyrule Warriors. I will play this game anyway because all my husbandos are in it. Well, I went on another Fire Emblem tan- tangent. I'm very sorry. You did.
0: And I thought Steimer was going to fall asleep there for a <laughs> little bit. Like, She's like, oh, man. Hi, oh,
1: man. But with the, all that passion, but how can you fall asleep?
0: Exactly. Well, listen, um, there's definitely a lot more to talk about when it specifically comes to Nintendo, but we'll, but we'll have to wait to see what they show at their direct next week. Um, we are getting to the last segment of our pre-E3 show and when we come back after this quick break. We'll be talking about the best of the rest. Uh, there's a lot of third-party publishers out there who are hopefully <laughs> going to have some cool things to talk about. And we're going to speculate. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Ladies and gentlemen, it is the fourth segment of our pre-E3 extravaganza. E3-a-palooza, whatever you want to call it. So I like that. E3-a-palooza? E3-palooza. Yeah, yeah, Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so now we are going to be talking about some of the other press conferences we're going to see um, starting on Saturday with EA Play. Then we've got Bethesda, their showcases on Sunday night. And then we've got Ubisoft in their traditional time slot on Monday afternoon. So um, these are the three kind of big third-party publishers that sometimes will do exclusives, as we've seen. Um, Sometimes they don't. But I think it's going to be interesting to see what we hear from EA. So they've publicly said, we're going to see the sports. We're going to see FIFA. We're going to see Madden. We're going to see... (laughs) I was <laughs> <That's my laughs> like, wait, we're talking about sports already. I'm here with you, girl. Um, okay, so we'll skip to sports because if you guys are really into um, sports video games, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but none of us really play sports video games. So you might need to outsource that uh, commentary from a different show. <laughs> don't you? Um, But um, the things that I think that we're probably most interested to talk about EA. So I am personally excited to see more from this new Need for Speed that they have announced. Um, And then, of course, their big one is Star Wars Battlefront 2. But I have to imagine that they're going to talk about more than just these in the press conference. Steimer, what do you want to see from EA at their press conference this year that isn't what they've announced they're talking about? Joel!
2: Yeah. (laughs) Joel, yeah. Well, uh, if the Bioware stuff... Um, I don't know if they'll do DLC for Mass Effect or possibly like I we had already mentioned earlier in the show, unveiling their new IP. Um, I know that, that it won't be out for a little while. They said that it was what, twenty eighteen that they're aiming to release it. So but that doesn't mean they can't announce it and finally tell us what it is and like more information on it. So hopefully I would like to see that. What about
3: Dragon Age? Do you um, think I don't we think will that, see anything? No. I They've already so. said that that's a ways off, isn't it? That they're... Maybe they're being sneaky.
0: There is a lot of bait and switch that happens um, with E3, with them saying like, oh, we're not bringing this game, and then magically it's there. Yeah. Right. Um, I think Dragon Age, though, is one of those games where we would... I mean, I think at the most we'll see a teaser, but I don't even think we'll see a teaser for Dragon Age. No. I hope we see what Bioware... Edmonton has been working on this, That's this secret Project new Dylan. open world game. Yeah, codenamed yeah. Dylan. It's supposed to be bigger than Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, it's supposed to be open world. It's supposed
2: to be sci fi. Well, it, it was people. supposed to be like a live service, like somewhat like Destiny, like a
0: shared world yeah. experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm into that. I obviously love Destiny. If you've heard the show, I'm a big Destiny fan. If they did something along that lines, that would be great. I mean, because I mean, when you think about traditional MMOs and Steimer, you play a lot of MMO RPGs. It's like that experience is so unique and is so rewarding and community building that happens in those is fantastic. And I think Bioware would be a great company to kind of dip their toes into that i mean they have made an mmo well i mean yes yes no i mean but (laughs) like something hasn't but something
1: new something fresh i don't think project dylan that is the name correct project dylan the code name is dylan i don't think it would be super mmorpg e i think it would be more along the lines of destiny um where you have like more of a centric story and actual like things that happen and then there's just some multiplayer elements kind of like what we talked about earlier Mm -hmm. so even though they have made the mmo i don't think i'm not like no i don't think this is gonna be an mmo i'm not saying that Mm -hmm. i'm just saying
2: she was talking about. well well, i've
1: already done that according to this
0: article bioware's mysterious new ip is reportedly a sci-fi game influenced by destiny and tom clancy's the division which will include co-op play and mmo elements the project was first teased in 2014 and is apparently called dylan though that may be a code name and this news comes from a journalist um named liam Robertson. so um thanks liam thanks uh, and this is from april of this year so okay i mean that's not too long ago and you know even if dylan isn't the name of it that's fine yeah but like I think that's a good name i like what bioware does yeah mm-hmm. and i want to see more from them so uh i think that
1: that's you know hopefully going to be something something cool that and hopefully Mass Effect DLC. Those yeah, are, that's what I said. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. So those are the two things I'm mostly looking forward to because I agree. I don't think we're going to get anything from Dragon Age. In fact, last Not time yet. Inquisition was teased for the first time. They were even announcing like, hey, you're going to catch Inquisition's first like sneak peek at our EA press conference. And we haven't heard anything. And they're still I feel like so balls deep in Mass Effect. It's way too early. So my two hopes, Mass Effect DLC, because mm-hmm. what the f- is going on with that game? <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, that's a and whole other yelling. topic. Yeah, yeah. Um, Alexa, did you ever play Unravel?
1: Yeah.
3: Oh, you, well, you know it, we're getting Yarny's sequel. Do you think we're going to see it this year? Maybe? I don't know. I Unravel didn't do it for me. Really? It was really cute, and the first couple levels was like, that's great, but you die for stupid reasons in that game. Like, the physics um. in that game is just a tweak off that it's like that little big planet jank <laughs> Plus a little bit more. I don't know. Like okay. I, I I thought it was sweet and I really liked it, but the mechanics needed some fine-tuning. So maybe they refine them for Unravel 2. I'm excited for it. I'm glad that that little studio is making more. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope uh, that we see more from... Uh, so there's this amazing veteran game writer out there named amy hennig working with a handsome devil named todd stashwick yeah she's She's just a little game writer just working on a star wars game that we only saw like a teaser from last year i really hope this is the year we see more from that because it looked amazing and she's like Mm pedigree is you know uncharted Uncharted. legacy of kane like i want to see what else she comes up with
0: i think when they originally announced it a lot of us in the video games world who are big fans of her work were beyond thrilled that she is with such a huge ip like star wars Mm -hmm. and super excited to see but i mean from everything that i've heard it seems like her project still a ways off and like it it feels like it was announced so long ago but like announced too early i think i hope though that we can get some maybe some kind of cinematic teaser or something Mm -hmm. because like the other star wars project is what respawn entertainment is working on and that's even
3: farther away that's like 2020 i mean that doesn't that seem like so so far in the future yeah. it's not that far it's, it's only two far. and a half years away i know but i'm like what yeah i i a bunch of i know there's like a rumor going around that like amy's game is like a copped version of 1313 remember star 13, wars 1313 is oh yeah, cool of course. Of course. I was totally that not true they it. repurposed 1313 actually in um god what the hell star wars clone wars like you visit 1313 in like a couple of episodes of like the last season so it doesn't have anything to do with 1313 this is like a totally new totally fresh thing okay so i am excited to see what it is
0: yeah i mean i think anything star wars is generally pretty exciting i mean the the fact that you know ea gets to play that amazing john williams theme you know at their press conferences always gets you know shouts cool. and cheers from the people in the crowd so that'll be really fun to see we're gonna see a uh, multiplayer for star wars battlefront uh, we're gonna have the opportunity to play i know you guys have all said on the show before that you're like not so jazzed about shooters but does the fact that it's star wars have any kind of hook for you or are you pretty much just not interested
1: the only hook i have is the single player campaign Right, being incorporated um other than that I mean I enjoy Star Wars it's entertaining I'm not a Star Wars super fan I couldn't tell you what happens in what film or any of that (laughs) kind of stuff but kind of like Titanfall um and full disclosure I haven't even played much of the Titanfall 2 campaign oh but but it's so good I know you and your buddy cop buddy robot
3: man yeah yeah Yeah. so good
1: my problem is is that I I just finished Call of Duty before I hopped into uh Titanfall 2 so it was all shootered out and so it just didn't click with me it's one of those games I'm gonna have to pick up at a later date um the same sort of thing like i'm not into multiplayer games i know andrea you are like just purely like shoot everybody and it's great but um i need a single player campaign i need a story so for that reason i am interested but it's not going to go like much deeper than that i mean that's fine you know i mean
0: sometimes you know we all have different tastes in games and some people are like super jazzed about it and some people aren't that's totally okay i just wanted to ask you but ea isn't the only publisher that's you know, showing at E3. The next, um, in chronological order would be Bethesda. (laughs) So they made, you know, quite a big splash in the last couple of years. Um, you know, Tad Howard has been on stage. We expect him to maybe come back. But he's been real quiet. No one knows really what, you know, Bethesda Game Studios is working on. Um, I think the obvious assumption would be the Elder Scrolls 6 is to be like the next announcement from Bethesda. But I truly don't think we're going to see that this year. No, no, I don't think think they're ready. I think they kind of set a precedence for themselves when he came on stage with Fallout 4 and was like, bam, look at this lengthy gameplay demo. Fallout Shelter is available to download right now and Fallout's coming in four months from now in november and it actually did and it did yeah bless you bethesda so i think that you know they've kind of set you know this gold standard for like hey we're gonna announce this game and release it and ship it uh right away and i don't know if they're go- they're going to do that because with the previous elder scrolls game they announced it much earlier in the development cycle than they did for fallout 4 um and i don't know i just Something, I just don't have a feeling that they're going to talk about Elder Scrolls 6. I think they're going to talk about ESO, Elder Scrolls Online. I was to say. They're probably going to talk about Legends, the card game, but I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think um, it's kind of a similar thing with Bioware and uh, Star Wars RPGs. Like, everyone's like, give us more KOTOR, give us more KOTOR, and they're like, you have the MMO, and I think that that's what Bethesda will play for a little while. I don't know how long, but they'll be like, Elder Scrolls Online, There's your sequel. I'm sure that's not what somebody who is more of a single player person wants. Mm -hmm. Um, So, but yeah, I think they're going to play that card.
3: Probably. Um, I don't care about the Elder Scrolls until I see Elder Scrolls 6. So I'm really hopeful that we see... (sighs) Maybe this is the year they finally come out and talk about the Evil Within 2. Did you guys play Evil Within? I played a little bit of it. Same. Um,
0: I'm not a big horror game fan, and I know Britt is, like, a big fan, um, and that was, like, a true survival horror Shame game. the commie. Yeah, like the... Last project. The godfather of, of survival horror. So, like, I... It was not my thing. I played it at several demos, so collectively probably, like, six hours or so of that game, but, yeah. I mean, if that game came out, I think it would be
1: cool, but it's, like... It's too scary for me.
3: Did you finish yeah. it, Brittany?
1: No, no, no. I played a little bit of it. Okay, it's a game I do need to revisit. Okay, just have not. Cool. Yeah. Well, but other than, do you really get freaked out during y- horror games? Is that is that what it is? Yeah. And guess what
3: we're doing. <laughs>
1: No. Yeah. Yeah. she made me play outlast
2: ones and i sat in the corner and wouldn't move for like oh, 20 minutes they, that game is
1: a terrible all you do is run away in no, that yeah. game. That is, it is very stressful i would have you play something like layers of fear have you is, played five nights at freddy's no, oh, that's stressful well, no, too. I do to So, Layers games. of Fear is a very, like, I could do attention. Until Dawn, maybe. Girl. Girl. girl, Until Dawn that's and not is super fun. It's super fun and not scary. at all. Yeah, But, like, can I start with that and yes. then we can move our did way it? Did you
0: yes. not play Until Dawn? I'll
2: compromise. Oh, my God, I loved Until Dawn.
3: Did you not play Until Dawn? I, I like played a clothes. little
0: bit of it, but I didn't
3: finish it. We're going to marathon stream it. Okay. I'm going to yeah. sit next to you and make sure you finish but, it. and I did okay. that. We did do that. That okay. was
0: fun. You did. I watched
3: it. Yeah. All right. So,
0: So, Evil Within 2 may or may not be announced. Wolfenstein is also rumored to have a follow-up be announced. Now, I want to say, a lot of people feel like Wolfenstein and the Evil Within are like sure bets at E3. We have the Bethesda Land graphic that they've put out. And then there's these two areas that are under construction. And people are like, these have got to be these two games. Right. But... A lot of people thought that Wolfenstein, the previous one, the New Order, was going to be a fallout announcement. A lot of people were sure that this is going to be fallout. And this is why I have all of these reasons as to why this is going to be fallout. And then it was Wolfenstein. So if it's not Wolfenstein or The Evil Within, what do you think it might be?
1: Starfield. Isn't that the name of the new rumored IP? Or the rumored name of the new IP? that They have a trademark, I believe, for, for Starfield.
3: Starfield. Um, and isn't
1: it supposed to be something crazy, like tie the Fallout and the Skyrim universes together? That would be nuts. Well, we know for sure we're not going to see anything from Arcane because they just
3: pumped out yeah, Dishonored 2 and pray. Bless you, Arcane. Like, yeah. They Go take get, a nap. They get to take a nap now. <laughs> Arcane X- Open World, Arcane, World RPG,
0: it says here. That sounds
2: fun. I would uh, play that. love RPGs. I mean, that's my the face. thing. Everybody's talking about... Um, granted, again I, again, I don't think it's necessarily time, but um, how Bethesda Studios was always like, Fallout, Skyrim... or Not Skyrim, but yeah, <laughs> Elder Scrolls. <laughs> Skyrim. So, like, but it would be cool if it was like different new RPG that is not either of those things. That would yeah. be really interesting to see.
3: Yeah. I mean... Yeah. What about? Plus, those developers are it. probably
2: really sick and tired of, of going back and forth between those two. What about Prey DLC? Is that a possibility?
3: Coffee cup. Uh, Turn into a disco ball. Uh, <gasps> coffee cup. Oh my God. If you could play Prey, that as would be a cool. Disco ball. Um, and the aliens get confused and are like, why is to this thing? Thing. Or they start dancing or something. Distraction the i mean without you
0: know giving anything away the you know post credits sequence that happens in pride certainly opens the door um, for something like that um I don't know if that would come so soon after release. I mean, they just launched that game in May. I don't know if they'd want to be talking about it immediately at E3. Yeah, it's a possibility. Um, I think more likely we'll see them talk about quick champions. So they oh, yeah. unveiled this at E3 last year. Um, it is the return of one of the most popular, you know, PC arena shooters of all time. Um, I am absolute shit with WASD on a keyboard. So this game was really challenging for me when I played it. But um, you know, I've watched several people who are, you know, like really high level PC players play it and they've had a blast with it. And it's really fun to watch, you know, obviously people who are good at the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but um clearly that's not this audience. You guys no, are not gonna play, I'm like, play champions.
3: No. Yeah. my eyes are glazing over no. as you're talking about it I'm just like okay what's a computer game?
2: no I like computer games I just don't care about arena shooters she's like the sims 3
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. what about you Andrea? Mm-hmm. any like crazy predictions?
2: for
0: Bethesda specifically? Yeah. Um, I think it would make sense for them to announce another mobile game considering the success that they had with Fallout Shelter Um, maybe an Elder Scrolls themed mobile game and maybe a Wolfenstein mobile game um i think that you know mobile is clearly a big revenue generator for a lot of publishers out there and that would make sense as far as like crazy ip announcements um i mean you know i don't i don't know i i really liked brink and a lot of people hated that game i forgot about brink (laughs) I would like to see them I come back. Play that. And it's funny cuz I talked to I talked to Tim Willits about that. So he's at It Software um and I was like, "Hey, is this game ever coming back?" And he's like, "Well, it's not dead, but like I don't think that it's, you, you can expect anything anytime soon." He's like, "We're not actively working on something." I don't know. I'd have to go back and look at my interview and see if that's verbatim what he said. So please don't take me as I'm quoting him as saying that this game is in development. That is not what I'm saying. Right. But from the what I got from him was that he was entertained by the idea of doing
3: something with brink but okay. they are clearly very busy with quake right yeah. now mm-hmm. so you know your mobile prediction is probably not far off because they opened a specific mobile game studio in montreal last year oh really? last fall last summer that makes
0: sense do you think yeah. they're maybe going to convert battle cry to a mobile game I, I feel like that just, came, i was like i, feel I like couldn't remember if it was battle more. cry or battle like, what are you what, talking about what game oh my god
3: Okay, so um, <gasps> Battle Cry. There <laughs> yeah. it is. Hey. Isn't that game dead? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, oh, Battle Cry right, came out announced alongside Battleborn. Yeah, that's that was us. the year of confusing battles. Battle, so many battles. Yeah, I was like, wait, which battle yeah. is your battle? Is it Cry or is it wow, Born? Wow, <laughs> um, wow, 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 wow. I forgot the game existed. Um, before we get too far down a Bethesda rabbit
0: hole, I think the big one that we probably have a lot to talk about since they've been the most open with their plans is Ubisoft. So we yeah. obviously have already talked yes. extensively about Far Cry, so we don't really need to talk about that anymore. Um, we talked about Assassin's Creed on last week's show. Mm-hmm. So... It sounds like Ubisoft is bringing some kind of unannounced title to three. What do we think this is?
2: What do we think it is? What do we want it to be? How about what you want it to be? It won't be this. But what I've always really liked from Ubisoft is their smaller, sort of more charming games like Like Child Child of Light. Valiant Hearts is a great one, too. Mm -hmm. Um, So I personally would
3: love a Child of Light sequel.
2: Okay, like Aww. I know that it won't happen. It won't but- because
3: the person who created that game moved on to another studio. I don't care. Um, I can still happen. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Yes, can we get that game,
0: please? Yves said yeah. that it's not dead.
2: That they're working on it. They keep. They're like. Well, we were just really slow. We have like one dude in the back.
1: How <laughs> long have you guys been waiting for that game? Forever. Like forever. It's been a long Six time. time. Let me check been, and it's see. Been it's been years, been, years and years think, and years. Because when I started my very first podcast in 2009, or no, 2000, uh, whatever it was, 2011, 2010, I had a, a podcast co-host and that's all he talked about. And it makes you me you sad. you played it? No stream idea Master. teach me oh okay. Okay. We'll, okay. We'll, we'll i, play I see good and evil.
0: i see a story here oh. that says on ign beyond good and evil 2 won't be at e3 2017 but will likely appear sometime later this year yeah, okay. if recent comments Lies. from series creator michelle onsell are any indications so no, so but like you know maybe he's wrong <laughs> Goodbye. He's really telling you what you need he's to tell strong.
1: yourself, sweetheart. Forever.
3: So I have I have a guess for what one of those unannounced games, and it is a wild, out of left field guess that nobody probably has thought about in years, except for me. Lay hey. it on me. So a couple years ago, after Far Cry Three, a little game called Far Cry Three Blood Dragon came out. That creative um. director, Dean Evans, went on to work on another new IP within Ubisoft proper. Two years later.
2: How the hell do you know all this? Because you've done this like multiple times. I interviewed him about
3: it. Journalists, yeah, but I don't have that good of a
0: memory. (laughs) Former
2: journalist here, as am I, so I'm not sure what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) uh,
1: Maybe Steimer's memory is just a
3: little bit not as long, so not as elephant-like. It's very Mr. uh, Mr. (laughs) Evans uh, hired a man by the name of Rasmus Polson to do his art direction. Polson did uh, the Kane and Lynch games, so about, I think it was not last year, maybe the year before, shortly after E3, Ubisoft announced that it had partnered with the uh, production company of one Elijah Wood up in Canada to make a game together. Elijah Wood has a production Yes, company? he does. I do not know. Yeah, I remember I do when not that know. announcement came out. I do not know for certain if those two projects are one in the same because Elijah Wood's thing is like a VR game. I do not know if that thing is still happening. I do know that this thing is still happening and I'm wondering if we will maybe, if one, if they're one and the same, and two, if we'll finally get a teaser of what Evan's next game is, because he is a freaking brilliant game creator. Like, Blood Dragon was out, like, unlike anything I've ever seen before. Gave no fucks. Was totally weird and totally fresh. And I would love to see what else comes from his brain. So maybe one of those
1: unannounced titles is his thing. Maybe. 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 I don't have anything exciting. I just want to see South Park. Oh. <gasps> Yay. yes I mean, I mean that's exciting but i do mean i don't have like an exciting like it's prediction. All like a yeah, prediction everyone it's new, coming crazy we know it
0: oh yeah the last time we saw something i believe was gamescom last year um and so we have a release date october 17th which uh, ubisoft announced hopefully they'll actually stick with it this time please um i think it makes sense it's in la i think having you know matt and trey come out on stage would make sense uh, ubisoft loves you know, getting celebrities on their stage at E3. I'll bet a- Aisha's hosting again. I hope. so. I mean, she's, <laughs> she's like awesome. the highlight
1: of Monday press conference day. She really. Actually, is. I don't think she's hosting. <gasps> I think what? I saw one tweet. So if I'm wrong, my oh bad. Oh my gosh! Now I need to look. I think she has been cast in a show. Oh, I mean, that's good for her. And, yeah, but great it makes for her. Me sad. Fantastic. Um, but I don't think. she's Don't be crazy, here From a few oh years God. ago. What? Everyone's going We're to the, tweeting the Twitter now. The Twitters, the oh. Internet's to figure out if I'm full of shit. It's so
0: oh, mm, no, I mm. you Ubisoft drops Aisha Taller for its <gasps> E3 press conference,
1: and that <gasps> was the thing. No, no, and that was five the, days ago. That was the thing, is everyone's like, guys, like they didn't drop her, she has a new gig. And so, what the that fuck? was the tweet I so saw, mad. that's all I saw. So, I think well, people are trying to right. spin it like, oh, they dropped We'll her. be hosted by
0: devs, it says, boring, it says, but we still love Aisha. Several unannounced titles will be detailed, including Mario and Rabbids Kingdom Battle, which we already talked about. Kingdom Battle, that's what it's called. Yeah, we said that earlier. I was paying attention. And you
3: never do. No, I don't.
0: Far Cry 5, South Park, Assassin's Creed, Just Dance, The Crew. Okay, so The Crew and Just Dance. So Just Dance, like, I feel like that game's the same every year. They're just like, here's new songs. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yep. Go forth and dance. Yep. Um, I did think that we would see... Uh, this this new Just Dance on Switch. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that announcement's going to come on Ubisoft stage or if it's going to come in the Nintendo Direct.
2: But clearly, or like both. sometimes they do both.
0: It, yeah it's possible uh, Ubisoft and Nintendo have a, a long held uh, relationship uh, I feel like Ubisoft is the only third party dev who's still like hey Nintendo we're hanging out with you um, <laughs> you're invited to our table so, all like, sit at the j- table." Just Dance I think will continue to sell you know millions of units for them I think the crew is an interesting idea of, of why they're bringing that back for a sequel I mean it did really well critically um, and the time that I spent playing with the game, I had a good time, but I didn't feel like there was anything super compelling about the crew's racing experience over others. I mean, they did multiplayer really well, which is something that not a lot of racing games can do. Did any of you play the crew? Nope. Nope. Well, maybe we should
2: play it. I don't Are really we like a- driving in video games. Yeah.
0: timer what do you like? A lot Salt of things. <laughs> Stimer. I like a lot of like things. Like totally
1: fuckable aliens. Yeah. Totally fuckable what aliens. What about Watch dream. Dogs? Is that Word that for just a while? came
0: out? Yeah, I think year. it's I think we probably won't hear anything from Watch Dogs for at least another year or two would be my guess. Um those games take a long time to make and yeah. after their blunder with the first one, um I think they learned a lot of lessons yeah. with Watch Dogs 2 and that showed in all of the reviews and the consumer response. And so if they're going to do another one which they will cuz that game sold like 10 million units or more now, um it, we won't see it this year.
1: No. For Honor DLC they maybe. just announced season
0: two. Okay. Um. So we might not see that on stage, but something that we might see, um, is something from Tom Clancy, perhaps mm-hmm. yeah. Splinter Cell, Splinter maybe. Cell would be cool. Boring. I
2: liked Splinter Cell.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was good. The last one was uh, came out in 2012. A um, long time ago, so it's but it's been I liked a while. It, you oh, that was You don't
3: count. Uh, God, what the hell was the one that just came out? The Division. No, that's, one came yeah. out after that.
0: No, 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 you're, no. The last Tom Clancy game Tom was Clancy The Division. Division. The game before
3: that was Rainbow Six Siege. Yeah. I, I think wanna... it
0: Wildlands, Ghost Recon Wildlands. Ghost Recon Wildlands, Which actually, is... you're right, was the most that, uh, yeah, recent. I, <laughs> I forgot about that <laughs> game. I forgot about that game. Even though I played but it. Brooke that... plays that game all the time. It's I'd
1: fun. It. I it. had fun when I played it. I just forgot I about hope, it. I hope Ubisoft does not patch that game because it is so gloriously buggy. <laughs> it may... <laughs> It's the <laughs> kind of nobody has ever said no, it's, in the history it's of the fun you No, know, it's the kind, okay, have you, you guys have played Halo? Yes. 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 Okay, yeah, you know how course. the physics are so effing wonky in that game? It's almost like to the point of hilarity and it just it makes the experience that much better. <laughs> what? No, okay. I guess I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about specifically because when I played Halo 5, I don't, Recall like the physics. No, no, being no, no, no. Halo Five like, is like the best shoot I've ever played. I'm talking Halo like one through three. Oh, like really oh, early. That's, early too, Halo. that's too long, ago a long for time me to remember. remember. Okay, I played those games. I don't have the either, elephant so memory in my head. <laughs> okay, has no. Okay, so <laughs> Ghost Recon Wildlands. The best way I can describe it is you will be laughing so hard that you won't be able to finish your mission, and that is. It sounds like a bad thing, but it's a good thing because it's really fun to play. Like you'll run into a rock and your bike will fly a hundred yards, and it I makes didn't no sense. That. But it's good. I didn't have that experience. Oh, have you played the game? Yeah. Really? I a, Maybe you I need to of it. play it playing it hard enough. Apparently
0: not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Um, anyway. well, listen, I don't want to get too far down no. this rabbit hole because we are we the need to ra- hole? we need to wrap this show.
3: Hole. <laughs> but um, if so you have yourself joke trying um,
0: to any final thoughts from people who aren't the three people who have press conferences? Are there uh, other
2: pubs out there that you maybe are like, can I get this thing from this one dev? Something I forgot about for Microsoft and you talking about the yarn game from EA. Unravel. Unravel. Yarn oh, unref- Unraveled. Mm-hmm. Unraveled. Uh, Ori in the Blind Forest. Oh, oh I would love to see So I am hope maybe Microsoft will like bring that up as this new, new, can we new get game a there? cuphead release date oh, oh yeah. okay. right are they, <laughs> are <laughs> cuphead. they are hand animating that game i don't care they've they've talked about that game for four fucking years you know what go animate something it'll it's hard don't tease us that long I mean, no no i agree just keep it quiet
3: shit or long. get off
0: the pot that's all i'm saying Ew. that's what my dad Shit says. or get off
2: the
3: <laughs> cup shit or get yeah, off the Alexa pot one game one cup head Oh no! Oh no! I think that's a good note to end on. (laughs) I think Uh, so too. Well, no, no, no. One final note. Do you think we'll see anything from from software? Uh, Bloodborne two, maybe because they are working on something, but it's supposedly not Dark Souls.
0: That could potentially be something that we see on the Xbox stage that we didn't mention because Mm. Dark Souls was partnered with Xbox. We saw them on the Xbox stage, but but Bloodborne was, you know, obviously a PlayStation exclusive. So so Bloodborne two, Return to Yard. more Bloodborne.
3: <laughs> Maybe. Although I really like that leak that's going around. That just is, or the fake leak that's like Bloodborne cart.
1: Oh
3: no! No God no! <laughs> I, I would play, play Bloodborne
2: cart oh, just because it would be so stupid that I Bloodborne be like, cart. Yeah, be I'm glory. into this.
3: All right. Well, we
0: could keep going till the end of time. um I want to give a big thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. If you guys have not yet visited our Patreon page, play blah blah patreon page please do so at patreon.com slash what's good games you can subscribe to us on youtube at youtube.com slash what's good games you can tweet with us follow us on twitter at what's good underscore games and of course we have photos and fun stuff on our instagram at what's good games official and of course you can get all of this information recapped at what'sgoodgames.com if you guys have not. Um, If you're listening on iTunes or Google Play, we would love it if you guys could leave us a review or a rating in either of those stores. That would greatly help us out. Um, Thank you to everybody who has said incredibly kind things. We could not do this without you, the best gaming community on the web. So, one thing that we haven't announced yet on the show officially. We have Da-da-da. announced on our social channels. We Woo. will be at E3 with Facebook. Woo-hoo. so Fe- yes, It's very exciting. Facebook Live has a stage in the West Hall lobby. If you are going to be in Los Angeles for E3, please come by and say hi to us. We will be live streaming from the E3 Expo Facebook page. So, that's facebook.com slash E3 Expo. If you guys aren't following them, please do that. way, You'll get alerts whenever we go live from the show floor Tuesday through Thursday next week. It's going to be great. Um, Alexa and Steimer will be live streaming reactions from the press conferences on Sunday and Monday. Brittany and I will be on the ground uh, bringing you guys coverage. So We have lots of E3 content coming next week including a special E3 version of the podcast that will be live from E3 so the audio quality will be a little bit different than what you hear today but we are going to be in the thick of the action it's going to be exciting so we're going to post all of our e3 plans on on our website and our social channels so if you guys are like hey i'm out jogging right now i can't write any of this down don't worry you can um connect with us later this week and get all of the details about where you can find us at e3 also good job on jogging Yes, yeah. good job. <laughs> Something we should do more. For real. Ladies, thank you so much. Um, Steimer, where can they find you on the interwebs?
2: Uh, I'm at Steimer most places. That includes YouTube, Twitter, uh, not Instagram. Instagram, I'm K Steimer because a random German man has at Steimer. Steimer.
3: Boo. Alexa. I Alexa am, Ray. Alexa Ray. I am at Alexa Ray C on Twitter and at alexa ray on instagram um i also seem to share a name with a porn star and i keep getting tagged in her things amazing by
1: people on instagram um, or on, on instagram oh, yeah but okay. i am
3: at alexa ray just at alexa ray please at- stop tagging me in your porn star posts.
1: don't at blonde ned on everywhere except for facebook Brittany brombacher yes um, and the best
0: place to keep up with me is just at Andrea Renee on Twitter. You can follow all of my other social accounts from there. Um, thank you again, everybody. Have a great weekend and we will see you from E3. Bye. Bye.